So you just jump down. <laughs> Bouncy Castle slides. Every time. Every time. Bouncy Castle. Check in Bouncy. Bouncy Bouncy. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to a bonus episode of Sapling Podcast featuring myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards, and I might as well be wearing kiss makeup because it's been a lot of crazy, 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 Shut up, just get to the end of it. Just do the end of it. (laughs) prick <laughs> yes this is our download special yeah that morgan has managed to knock together in a few days and mm. what what a weekend it was what a mad mad weekend it was yes this week we've been very lucky enough to be reunited at the spiritual home of heavy music of Donington park for the return of downloads festival 2022 the first full-scale download since 2019 and it was so good to be back in that field seeing familiar faces smiles and people enjoying multiple days of live music and for us it was probably some of the busiest week of our lives with some momentous occasions of course thursday we turned up and we got to do our first ever live podcast show on stage to an audience And people turned up. There was actually quite a lot of people there. And as you can hear, we didn't kill each other in the process. And the podcast continues. Yes, I definitely thought we, uh, you would be dead and I would be in jail by now. But that wasn't the case. It went surprisingly well. And yes, thank you very much. If you've watched, if you came, got involved, that was fantastic. If you are brand new to the podcast because of this, let us know. Please let us know on our socials at Sabin Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and bloody TikTok. But we see how that goes. <laughs> um, after the live thing at eleven thirty, me and you DJ then, and where I thought we'd be DJing to absolutely nobody, it turns out um, four thousand rock bastards came out. <laughs> so that was cool. That's not a bad gig, is it? It's not a bad gig, and I found it very enjoyable playing Bullet for my Valentine and seeing people do a mosh pit. 
and then taking the piss a bit and playing Avril Lavigne, and then you played the Venga Boys as well. So the, the, doing a Sapling podcast DJ set the only way we would know how, I guess. Yeah, daft. Daft and uh, remember this song. Yeah, it was a lot of remember this song and uh, daft song. But yeah, we had a great time. Thank you very much for anyone who came out who, uh, to either the live podcast or the DJ set. Genuinely, no, I didn't expect anybody to turn up. So wonderful, wonderful. And thanks, thank you very much to our guests that we had as well. Paul Barrow from Death Blooms, Charlie Rolfe from As Everything Unfolds, and Alice, I'm not sure about her surname, from Lake Malice. Yes, and of course, we did record the audio from that live podcast, and we're just figuring out what's the best to do with it. So if you are intrigued about how that would sound, if you think we should release it on the podcast platform, please let us know at Sapping the Pods, and uh, we'll try and figure out the best way to slide that in. But no, it's a weekend full of mad experiences for us. Of course, we recorded a lot of conversations that we will get into in just a moment, But there's a lot of stories to share. And before we get into telling you who our guests are for this download special, there's two mad moments I want to talk about, both involving mad celebrities we encountered that we did not expect. And I'm going to throw this over to you, Sean, because you had probably one of the best experiences of your life this past week. Well, I wouldn't go as far as life, like, but it was it was pretty good, and I haven't I haven't reacted like that to another human being existing for quite some time. Um, yeah, as I was walking backstage, I saw Paddy Considine, the actor from um, Dead Man's Shoes, which is my favourite film of all time. But also, I just so happened to be wearing a long sleeve Dead Man's Shoes bootleg top that I bought off the internet. I just turned into a fifteen year old boy who loves. Somebody in a band, basically. I just, I ran up to him and was like, bro, look at this. Whipped my top up like a child. Going, look, it's my, it's my favorite film. Well, pointing at my fat belly. And then, um, so he started smiling. He was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, yeah, it's got a, your fucking, your fucking name, mate, um, scene on the back. He was like, oh, I gotta see that. So I took it off, showed him, and then asked him for a photo. And then he said, could we recreate that scene? And I think he was expect my brother to film it. Um, but of course, my brother took, photos of it instead so oh, you know Jay, he's an actor come on, man. Um, from films so my brother thought I know what I'll do I'll capture this in still moments rather than <laughs> get the man acting but yes it was very very nice to meet Paddy Considine I did tell him about the po- oh and then yeah I went you're on my friend Matt Stocks' podcast and um, I do a podcast too you should come on it it's called Sapnin and he said I'll check it out which he won't so unless he's listening to this Paddy get in touch at Sapnin Pod on Twitter Instagram and TikTok if you're listening now, and um, yeah, we'd love you to come on. I just want to talk to you about all things Paddy, really, because he's in a band as well called Riding the Low, who are uh, rocking. So, yes, yeah. that was good. It's a nice unexpected moment for you. And when we were in the press tent sorting out interviews and stuff, randomly saw Bez from the Happy Mondays and Gogglebox oh, yeah. fame, which I don't think anyone was expecting. I don't know why he was there, and I didn't see him past the two-second window I first originally saw him. So I don't know if it was illusion, a fever dream, or if he was if he just went to the wrong place. But um, that that was oh, interesting. No, it's, that's the thing. That's what's most likely, isn't it? He's, <laughs> he's fucking. He's looking for like Noel Gallagher playing Margam Park, and he's turned up at Castle Donington where he fucking download is because yeah, he's um he's burnt a lot of his brain cells away when he was drunk. So, uh, but yeah, it was nice to see him wandering about and everyone being nice to him and him being nice to everyone. Mad bonkers yeah 
But of course, as you can hear, a lot of things happened this weekend. And we talked to a lot of fantastic guests involved at Downloads Festival 2022. So in this episode, in just a moment, you're going to hear us having conversations with Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, Frank Carter and Dean, The Ghost Inside with Jonathan and Andrew, Casper of Volbeat, Lucas of Holden Absence, Punk Rock Factory's Cobb and Ryan, Dead Poet Society vocalist Jack, and then right at the end, there is Insane Madness with Dan and Dav of Berry Tomorrow, and we also have a special behind-the-scenes chat from our dear friend Lege MW, who some of you will recognize as a DJ for club nights such as Team Up, Uproar, and a lot of festivals, and is also part of the PR team for LD Communications, who put on a lot of the behind-the-scenes events for festivals and big things like this. There's a special insight and look behind that side of things. So there's uh, all different aspects in this episode, Sean. I wasn't expecting to talk to Frank Carter and get the answer to what's coming next for Frank Carter on the Rattlesnakes and him saying, uh, we've come up with a card game. So that was interesting. Tell you what, who had Frank Carter and Dean were going to come out with a card game bingo? I, I tell you, absolutely fucking nobody did. That's <laughs> mental. But yes, as you said, yeah, we spoke the ghost inside. That was fun. Casper from Volbeat. That was very interesting. We talked to the beautiful Lucas Woodland of Holding Absence, the Harry Styles of Rock. The boys, Cobb and Ryan, I've known for years from Punk Rock Factory. We're going to get them on to do a full episode soon. We decided to get Lege involved because, um, yeah, we just wanted that different conversation that wasn't about, you know, bands and music and stuff like that. We wanted to hear about what goes into setting up the press tent and what goes on behind the scenes. So thank you very much to all of those people for coming on. We had an absolute laugh with every one of them. There wasn't an awkward moment there, I don't think. No, there wasn't. And you're going to hear all sorts of topics. It gets a little bit wild on this episode, from Nando's to Gene Simmings to Hangovers, Plings, the whole lot. A quick reminder, support us via our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash if you'd like to support the podcast. But without any further ado, this is what went down at Downloads Festival 2022. Sapnin! Sapnin! Bloody good time this was. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sapnin! 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 What's fucking happening? <laughs> hey! Hey! Yes, we are joined by Frank and Dean from Frank Carter and the Rattle Six. How are you guys? Fa- excited? Yeah, I'm fab. We're, we're very I'm fantastic. Today, we, we? Like, yeah, we, we we got added to this last minute, so it's um, and we haven't really had the chance to settle in. Do you know no. what I mean? Like, our summer's supposed to start next week, yeah. so. This is just like this a feels bonus. like a little bonus. Yeah, it feels like a little bonus. But everyone's it? like, "Oh, you're hanging around. You're gonna stay in for the weekend. You're gonna get drunk." And it's like I keep telling everyone, "I'm like, I'm leaving before Kiss because my daughter's <laughs> got a princess party that she has to be at tomorrow." Oh wow! Yeah, oh, nice. Oh, yeah, so nice. my hangover tomorrow is gonna be ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't invited to the party, so in a fucking church hall, like just like, trying not to burn up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if it's a princess party, is she going as a, a certain Disney princess or anything? No, or? she's just going as like full blown her. Own okay. damn self. Nice. She's the like most important Disney princess that has yet to happen. So okay. yeah. Like when there's a revolution, she'll be at the front. Well, you going as yeah, human? Well, a human shield, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but this is going to be like quite a big moment for you guys headlining the second stage here at Download. I mean, obviously last year you got to headline the pilot. We were there. It seemed like such a momentous event and occasion. Really seeing the return of live music and stuff. So like, 12 months on, being back in the field. It being the full lying up and being able to hit a stage like that must be a, n- a nice feeling in a lot of ways. Yeah, for cheers, Morgan. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was fucking. Did you not hear how it was fine? <laughs> <laughs> you just spaced out. I was like, oh, cancel the press. He's fucked it for Sorry, it didn't Sorry. feel that momentous until. Yeah. <laughs> we just said a little bonus. This is a cheeky yeah, little gig for us. No, no. Uh, <laughs> but I think that's why this is so fun. Is because a gig like this, we might, if you have a lot of time to think about it. The you know, fact that it's quick one is why this feels so because we're actually excited. Yeah. Like, but it is—it's a huge gig for us. This it's is, massive. Yeah, it's it really is special. Massive. Really like, special. I—I I, I text Andy like <laughs> when when we got the offer because like Andy's been like so good to me for year, for years. You know, you know how it is. Yeah. Andy's like he really understands and he like flies under the radar so much, but he just like he really understands music. He understands how important it is to support young bands and bring them up. And and there's there's very few people that stay long enough in this industry to watch the rise, you know. And he's been like, we've had conversations about it where he's like, he, he comes to me, he's like, is it your? Do you think it's your time yet? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. Like, I'm waiting for someone else to tell me. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, surely you should. Like, you'd be like, you should fucking know. Yeah, You're the like, fucking no, no, Andy. Yeah. Is it my time? Um, I'm there in the back, like, it's our time. It's our time. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> start even thinking it. Just go with it. Go with it. But, but it's um, yeah, it's major, and it's like, and we've, I think for tonight, like, we kind of we've we've done the thing which we never do, which is we've actually like, we've we've pulled out all the stops, you know, like we've yeah. actually like got some production, and it's like Ooh. playing Ooh. the songs that we don't choose to play normally. Like, yeah, we like we're, we're going in to like really like fuck people up. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, so I want, I, like, I've, I told some people, I'm like, yeah, it's, like, it's our job to warm everyone for Kiss, but actually, it's our job to tire everyone the <laughs> yeah, fuck out. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Oh, we're gonna be, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so we're gonna, I'm, I'm ready for it, man. I'm the amount of friends I've got you who I've said who you're looking forward to seeing, and it's just Frank Card and the Rattlesnakes, oh, is unbelievable. Again, sorry about the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pressure. No, yeah, yeah. It's, no, there is no pressure. Yeah. This is the thing, like, we haven't had gigs for such a long time. All, all of us, you guys all know this, like, it, it's been a, a heartbreaking couple of years. Like, it's been really, really tough. And this is just, this is like, this is heart mending. That's what this stuff is. And, and for us, like, there are moments in your career where you have those gigs and, and you just go and play them and they just go so well and you're just so excited about it and you don't think about it afterwards and until like three years later where you're like oh that was a that was a pivotal moment <laughs> and then you talk about it that that like i'm gonna make that tonight like do you know what i mean you and you never think about it when you're younger but like tonight i'm gonna fuck but tonight is i, I see a shot when i when i've got it like and tonight i'm <laughs> one shot, one kill. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, nice. You've got me goosebumps. Yeah, you should be a fucking no, coach or a fucking yeah, team yeah. talk. No, because yeah. this is Move fucking. Move over, Gary V. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my so, god, yeah, imagine Frank, that. What's your favourite NFT then? Carrying on with the Gary V stuff. No, oh my god, no. no Don't get him started on that. No. <laughs> but like away from everything as well, I understand that you two have been working a lot behind the scenes on a lot of kind of different projects with different artists and stuff. Tell us a little bit more about that. What's been going on? What have you actually been well, doing? NFT it didn't sell <laughs> no it, it did sell it did sell but then we made what we call this we made it on a sustainable platform yes and, yeah. but people couldn't see past that so it was, it was chaos it was the the, the irony was that it, it was worse for the environment to tweet one tweet and loads of people <laughs> and so loads of people were tweeting their anger yeah uh, you kind of yeah. kind of makes you give up on it but the um, now we've made a fungible token right we, yeah, we were like, okay, oh, just, like, a real, like a real card game, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, we, so we've been working on like a bunch of projects, yeah. like musical and non. And we like, like, I love games, Dino loves games. And he, he just, we were on a flight five years ago to, to our first proper like tour, right? Kerrang tour, actually, was it? It was, yeah, with Sum 41. And uh, Dean's like, you, you, you play games, right? I'm like, yeah. Okay, so I've got this idea. And he just, and I, so I moved seats to sit and chat to him about it. And um, we just, by the end of the flight, like we, we'd like, had a plan, went to Smith's, bought a pack of cards and made it and we and it worked. It, it played well. So we've done a few prototypes and um, yeah we'll send you we'll send oh, you like like it's a word game and it's just really easy to play but it's quite fun and it's quite ruthless like so you don't actually know who's winning until the fucking until you get <laughs> you know my daughter can beat me she has beaten me regularly at it, which but she's all uh, she also beats you america yeah, she she's actually just getting very good at <laughs> <laughs> i told you i'm confident but yeah how, Dino, did you come up with inventing a game that's i mean it was like it was more the concept for the card designs it's called halves and like each half of the card is a different color which represents a different game uh, honestly i remember the moment i woke up literally the middle of the night and just drew it in my notes and then that's what I showed you on the flight but it like it became a proper game by the end of that flight um, but I don't know and we just we, we talked about doing it for so long and then like give us enough time off tour and we're like right now let's do it I think Kickstarter's next month right yeah class depending on when people hear this yeah nice yeah. that's July, July. Kickstarter's <laughs> July 22 that's a more accurate way to say that <laughs> um, yeah but no it's been really fun and it's like it's fun to do something that's like I mean, we've got no idea, like, what people expect from it. Look, I mean, it's like, it's so freeing just to do something, like, 
so wild like that. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. What, nobody's like, expecting what, it. Yeah. What it makes me realise is that is just what is what you can do in life. Like, and it's it's like we do so many things that we we just like designing. We like art. We like music. We, we you know I like writing. If you've got the energy for something, you just put it in and you and you will get something out. And when we got the first prototype, we sat with that for quite a while because it was like it was quite cool. It was like this works. And then just as we were like, we're gonna launch it properly, that's when we redid the prototype. And now it's just fucking it's actually sick. Like I it's a game that I I like playing often. Um, but we talk about it all the time in like in, we have we have a studio now in North London and and like we go there on a Wednesday we work like Wednesday to Friday basically and if the other two days we're just a rock or doing whatever but Wednesday is our day to like we you know it's it's basically it's <laughs> everyone at home going oh hard life <laughs> <laughs> we are working on the other day <laughs> yeah. it sound like I, no, I, I, am, I, I know I work fucking studio Wednesday no, we both do it's just the way you said that was as if like yeah we do Wednesday and Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> People at home want to believe that's all we do. Yeah, yeah that's true. No, no, no. I, I mean, I just sit at home with my feet in the foot spa and get my nails done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like true. <laughs> um, but yeah, we and and we just we have Wednesdays as our like that's our like studio day, but it's actually just our scheme day. So yeah. we just go there and we just scheme and we just sit and talk, and it's also emotional support day. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up the free, yeah. free therapy for us both. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that's it. It's important to scheme. You know, when you find like a like mind, just like. You can do anything. Yeah, but with all that, have you been working on other projects with other people and stuff as well, or is it just kind of being not really other? We, we don't like other people doing. Oh, thanks. When you're in a, when you're in a band, like so, there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So with us, it's like we found a partnership that works, and it's just easy. And it's like we've made like four vastly different albums. Yeah. It just works. We do like we, we made an NFT. We've made like games. We've got like lots of projects on the go. Anytime one of us is doing something outside of music, the other one is usually there helping or like gassing us up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, scheming, so, yeah, yeah, it's fun. Nice, nice. With all this now, what's uh, what's next? What can people really expect from the rattlesnakes? What's what's in the pipeline? What's in the pipeline? I heard the question. You <laughs> 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 the answer. I'm like, I mean, the, the honest <laughs> answer is just like I don't think we know because we've got lo- we're doing so much, like including loads of music, and we've got stuff that might be a new band. We've got an stuff exclusive. that might be. We always want an exclusive. <laughs> what are you gonna say? Piss. Listening. Piss. Just wait for that. You'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, lots he of stuff. He called me one day. He's like. How are you feeling about new music? I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know where I'm at with it. And he goes, I want, I want like, he's like, how about just like an incredibly violent, power violent hardcore band? And I was like, yes. He's like, and then he was like, no, actually, just like a real punk band. And I was like, yeah, like, that's kind of yeah, yeah. Like yes. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to find a way to say, Dino, I want to do a punk band with you, because like, Rattlesnakes has grown into this rock band. You know, yeah. it's like it's it's vast. We can write punk songs, but it's like we've we've. Yeah, so we'll see. We've got like a few demos in the bag. Nice. Yeah. Cool little so we're, we're just making as much music as we can, basically. Yeah. But we're in no rush to kind of like throw anything. Like we want it there. We're kind of like very, very much thinking about what's the right thing to come out next. Okay. But it's, I've got a feeling what will happen is there'll be a flurry of all of it. <laughs> the way we work, I think, yeah. is like we'll get all this in the bag and then we won't like having it all 
we don't keep stuff on our hard drives for long. So I think there'll be a lot of stuff finished at once. And then it'll be the job of our management to try and make that make sense to the world. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to everything in one go. But guys, thank you so much for taking the time. It's always a pleasure Good catching up. You. Good luck with the set tonight. You're going to kill it. And we'll catch up with you again very soon. Sweet. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Sapnin. Sapnin. Sapnin, guys. Sapnin. Hey. Yeah. Oh, the accent, too. You hit the accent. <laughs> yeah. Nice. We love it. We love it. We're backstage here at Download Festival, and we're joined by the ghost inside. How are you guys? Uh, too good, man. Doing good. It's. A, I think this might be the first time I've ever seen the sun in England, to be <laughs> wow. completely mm. The first time ever. Yeah. I think so, yeah. And have you noticed all of the British people are complaining about it? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny how that works? Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. Yeah, if it was raining now, we'd all be crying. I'm like, oh, it's too cold. But now it's a slight bit of warmth. And we're all like, oh, it's too fucking warm for this shit. <laughs> you can't do metal under this, man. It's all right. All the mud. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, literally, yeah. But I've noticed a lot of the bands have got fire on their stages as well. Yeah. And in this heat, you don't want... That's not the combination no. you want. It's... And pyro is so hot, too. You like, like, I'm sure the people in the front row know how it feels, but, like, being, being that close on the... On the stage, you're like, this is so hot. I literally am always like, yeah. like making sure my eyebrows are still there. Like, yeah, it's pretty gnarly. We had the guys from Barry tomorrow on just now, and they were telling us that they're uh, they got a new singer who plays keyboard and stuff. And this was the first time he's ever done like a, a really massive gig or whatever. And they had pyro for the first time, and he reckons just on one side he's been burnt. Oh now, so. no, shit! Not in like a serious seat. Not in like a <laughs> not Metallica yeah. way. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Okay. Not, yeah, not in a Michael Jackson Pepsi ad by the way. And uh, Barry tomorrow just now. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But how does it feel coming back over to this side of the pond? You know, I'm sure. It's been such a wait. There's been so much going on with the band. I'm sure just in a lot of ways, it's like nice to get back, play in the celebration, really. Yeah, can I take this one? I love telling this story. <laughs> so we've been we've been telling this one a lot because it's really it's it's kind of crazy how it worked. Our our last show that we played in the UK or mainland or anywhere was Download 2015, and Kiss was headlining. Oh, what the today yeah. Download 2022. With Kiss headlining wow. is our first show back over wow. here. That's nuts. in seven years. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's bonkers. that's pretty spooky, huh? Yeah, but that's cool. The yeah. universe, yeah, it's just full circle. <laughs> so that makes been. me believe that uh, Gene Simmons is such a big Ghost Inside fan. He was like, "We'll only do the festival if they are back." I'm gonna start saying that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm stealing that. That's exactly Thank why. Thank you, we're to Gene. Shout out, shout out to Gene back. Simmons. Thanks, Gene. Give us a little ton, little ton right now. Yeah. Yeah. Rock is dead <laughs> apart from the ghost inside. I love it. I love it. That's the new story. <laughs> Class. Yeah. yeah. Nice. But um, yeah, obviously everyone knows all the struggles you guys have had to put up with uh, over recent years. But like, how is this, how is it now? Just getting back to, to being able to play shows and do all this again? Because I'm sure it's like for a while you just didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. Well, like I like I, I was saying to earlier uh, about how we were. You know, the whole social aspect and the whole hanging out and doing interviews and podcasts and meeting fans and talking to people like that was such a part of our lives that we, you know, we just were on the road nine months out of the year and that was just how we were. We were over here in Europe twice, if not three times a year. And then just one day, it just, that was it, you know, and we didn't know if we could do this again you know it, it took a long time before it felt like we were a band again 
because we had to learn how to, you know, to walk and to, to exist as people. And then we got in a room and, uh, you know, we were playing and it, 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 it did, I didn't feel like we were a band until one day it just like, bam, it just clicked. And we were like, okay, like we could start booking shows and doing what we can. And, you know, now we're over here on a, on a European, um, tour uh, i say tour lightly because you know being being on tour you're in a bus or a van for x amount of time playing you know 29 shows in 30 days but we're over yeah but we're over here for five shows five (laughs) shows and festivals like but it's a month and like in the in the past we would have been like no we need to pack out all these like we need to play like you know you were playing here we need to drive up to to scotland tomorrow and play like you know like that's that's how it, it was always like that for us so it's we're excited to have this back in any capacity you know one show five shows ten shows like we want to do what we can do and and make it worthwhile and you know we're, we're excited to have the outlook yeah 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 is it kind of restriction on the band now in terms of not trying to overdo it or is it kind of counterbalance because you're so excited to get back to things yeah, we're, we're definitely trying to approach it in that way, yeah. just for ourselves too, just um, in the sense that we're still figuring out like kind of what our bodies can handle, what we mentally can handle. There's a lot of logistics that go into this, especially when, you know, you aren't just thrown on a bus and playing 30 nights in a row. Like, we have to plan out hotels and rides everywhere, a spot to rehearse. We have to freight our gear from the States over here. There's so much more logistics stuff that goes into it. So it, it definitely makes it, it trickier, but... Yeah, we're, that's what that's what we're doing. We, we we took this offer so we could come over here and say, let's go to Europe, let's go to UK, let's see what we can do, let's see um, how it goes, this and that, and and we're just taking it one day at a time, one step at a time. And tonight's the first the first show of of the whole three week run we have here, so we're just going to see how it goes, and we're super super excited. We just we just rehearsed uh, for. I guess it ended up being a couple weeks of rehearsal because we played one show in Texas before we came out here and then we did two more rehearsals uh, yesterday and the day before and yesterday we all walked out of that rehearsal space going oh we're let's go like <laughs> we're ready so it's not good we're fucking ready dude yeah we nice. can't wait yeah I can't fucking wait yeah, yeah that's <laughs> awesome yeah but I've noticed that especially when you guys were announced for down though there's so many people have said like you're one of the bands are most excited for and just in the whole kind of process especially Gene Simmons he said that biggest fan posters on his wall everything yep. but like I've noticed over the like the last few years in particular there's been so much support for you online with fans just messaging checking how everything is I mean in the grand scheme of things did that kind of help in a lot of ways to see that so many people that you know from the industry from fellow bands but just strangers just fans just kind of reaching out to you and showing all that amount of love yeah, absolutely. But I, I, I think I think a big thing for us is we've always been a band that lyrically and and, and message wise have always been like kind of uplifting and like you know having the perseverance and, and, and keeping your head up and like not getting you know too 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 down on yourself and um, and then and then the, our accident happened and then you know we had to live that you know we had to be like we had to prove to ourselves that it wasn't just bullshit you know we we had to we had to know that like yes we are we are capable of being the strong ones we are capable of of persevering and pushing through and um you know the amount of times that people have been like your music helped me when i was in this spot like 
you could do this. Like, like we got messages all of the time. Like, and it really was. It, as corny as it sounds, it really was the, the fans of the band that kept us going because I I didn't want to do it. I was done. I was like, I can't risk getting hurt again. Like, I don't want to do this, you know? And it's like, the fans are really what what gave us the insight and the inspiration to be like, we got to do it for them. We got to do this to prove a point. And, uh, you know, honestly, yeah, just... I'm, I'm really proud of this guy because, you know, like being a drummer and losing a leg, like who, who was like, yeah, I'm going to keep playing drums. Like what? If that were me, I would be like, dude, what? I'm done with this. No chance. But he's been the most driven of all of us to get back to it. And like having someone, you know, having someone you consider a brother and you see all the time have that drive, like what excuse did I have, you know? So it's like, I know the inspiration he's had on me. And so in, tr- in turn, I know the, the inspiration we have on other people. So it's, it's not something we're taking for granted. And we're excited to do this, whether it's one show, five festivals or, you know, 500. Like we're, we're going to be here. We're going to do this for yeah, sure. Nice. Yeah. What do you think? Um, yeah. What are you going to do in those days off in between the, f- the four <laughs> other shows, I guess? So you, I've been eating a lot of Nando's. Nice. All our days off. Ooh, nice. nice. What nice. sort of, um, yeah, what's, temperature are we yeah. talking about? Oh, okay. okay, so before here's the thing. So before when Nando's, I would get it you guys say herb. I would get lemon and herb. This is a hitch, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I schooled him on some. Yes, yeah, he yeah, he did. So before I would get lemon and herb basting, but add hot to it. Ooh. On the side so it has a lemon Ooh. flavor and you and you get the hot. But, but, but yeah, but he goes he goes, you know what? You're doing it wrong. He's like, you need to get it basted and hot. And then add the lemon or herb so you can taste it more. You're going to get the heat either way from the hot. And that's what you want. My nose was running and I loved it. But when you get it prepared with herbs, uh, lemon herb, you don't taste as much. When you add it in, you taste the lemon more. You taste the herb more. Nice. I don't know. Wow. He's a Nando's Try expert. Yeah. yeah. Base hot and then dump lemon and herb on it. Big Nando's guy. Oh, yeah. Big, big we, Nando's We should guy. send this audio to them. If you, you should get a black card. You need the Nando's black card, man. <sighs> Give us some black cards. <laughs> Nando's. Give us everything. Anything at all. Everyone who listens to the podcast, uh, <laughs> go tweet at Nando's and tell them the ghost inside needs black cards. Yeah. And uh, also thanks Gene Simmons as well. <laughs> <laughs> at Nando's. UK and at Gene Simmons, I guess. Right. He's bugged off that. Gene, Gene Simmons, he's not like Gene Simmons 69, have you? Like he, <laughs> he wasn't the first person to not get his name. Like he's no, got yeah. young that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, get in touch with him. Thank them. Also, just to say, if we see a photo with you and Gene Simmons and Nando's and we didn't get invited, oh, we're going to be pissed. We're going to really f- try and pull some strings. I'll talk to Gene and see what's up. Well, thank yeah, you, thank you, you. Yeah, you, you guys are the ones with the direct <laughs> contact to Gene. So yeah, you've got to sort it out. But, <laughs> nice. But with all that now, I mean, what is next for the band is it just kind of taking everything day by day seeing how you're feeling seeing what comes up what opportunities present itself or is there any kind of goals any plans any bucket list stuff that you really want to kind of capture now what's the what's the vibe behind the scenes yeah yeah right now we're um we're just doing this like we're we're gonna get offers and sometimes we'll say maybe not maybe doesn't make sense sometimes yes like and we want to see what we can handle what we can work with but we plan on doing that until we figure it out um to whatever scale that may be and i mean also we we plan on writing more we plan on more there's going to be more music um uh we've we've spent our whole 
our whole career as a band living in different parts of the U.S. And now four of us actually all live in the same city, so it's going to be way easier. We've been writing remotely, you know, write stuff, send here, send back, that kind of format. But now we can all like get in a room and and write together uh, in person. So there's definitely more coming. Yeah, we we have, you know, we're we're going to take. Uh, take a look at anything that comes our way and, and if it makes sense we'll do it you know and see what we can handle so yeah. nice well what, have you got any treats or surprises in store for tonight's show is there any um, crazy pyro that you could pin your eyebrows off on or? I will say this we're not allowed to do pyro in that tent no yeah, yeah true so yeah. if anyone in the UK wants to come see our full show come out to Brixton because Brixton Oh, it's oh, sold out. Then. Yeah, yeah. Don't bother. Oh, hey, don't bother. Gene's coming, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gene's paid for it all. Yeah. Gene's yeah. The, Gene bought all the tickets. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Gene. Yeah. Gene. Unfortunately, yeah, there's we, we there's some things we couldn't do tonight, but it's it's still going to be awesome. We have. Oh no, I no doubt. Yeah, we have. Yeah. We, you know, we're we're pretty stoked on on our show for tonight. Yeah. So yeah, you should be. You should be. Well, guys, honestly, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Uh, being a pleasure meeting you. Being a pleasure talking, and just yeah, can't uh, can't say thank you. Enough for I'm just thought of a so. merch crossover T-shirt, a jean inside. <laughs> a jean inside would be nice. Yeah, I really like or that. The in- yeah, yeah, that's Ooh. true. There we go. The jean inside. Nice. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. No, here we go. I'm just thinking of ideas now. Yeah, I just. What can we? Yeah. Spiral. Loving it. Yeah, Spiral. Too, yeah. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. Sapnin! 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 Yes! We are joined by future download headliners. <laughs> <Ooh>. Yeah. <laughs> Frontman of Holding Absence and all-round coolest guy in rock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. And it's fucking true. It is fucking true. I mean that. Uh, the beautiful Lucas Woodland. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm very good. Good to be back with my boys. Yay. Yes. Yeah, it always bloody English media. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. No, but how are you doing, man? How's download being so far? It's a good, busy yeah. I day. mean, we've only just really got you, so yeah. it's just like, to be honest, as you know, and I'm sure we'll talk about, but like, we're at the tail end of just the maddest couple of months, you know, so, uh, so it doesn't, it feels weird because, like, I'm slowly being reminded of how magic download is, but it's like, Today I woke up and I was like, oh, click back another day at the office. You know what I mean? So, uh, so yeah, but getting in the mood now is, is insane, man. And like, Good. it's just the grass has a magic power to it, I think. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, it seems like your schedule lately, you must be so tired because you've just been in Australia, America, came back, did shows with You Me at Six, yeah. did the Heavy Music yeah. Awards. <laughs> now you're at Download. Crushed the Heavy uh, Music Awards. Are you, mate. Thank you. Oh, oh, were you have there? You, yeah. Have you slept? No. Have you slept? Well, he was there. Oh, wicked, wicked. Yeah. <laughs> he was there. About everything I've read online. Oh man, yeah. it was insane. Said you yeah. won. Said you won. Yes. I, I Other than the three awards we were nominated yeah, yeah, for, which we, which yeah. we lost. <laughs> oh, we know how that feels. We're five time losers, bro. So oh, if anything, oh, we're the winners of the most lost, the biggest losers award. Well, if this is, so, yeah, if any, that's any, if my past is any indication of what's to come, they're going to have to make an award for you now. They call yes. it the Devotion Award, like Kalang <laughs> did to us. Yeah, yeah. I ended up going on stage and calling it the We've Been Nominated Four Times and One Fuck All Award. Oh. Um, so, yeah, so next year's Heavy Music Awards, you win the Devotion. Yes. You give us the sympathy. <laughs> These podcasters keep coming back. Why are they bothering awards? But, yeah. We can finally celebrate together. Us Wel- Welsh guys always win. That's what Loads of people yeah. said that you were the band of the night and oh, were fucking man. unbelievable. It was insane, yeah. And like like Morgan's just said, it was like we've been. 
been away. I mean, we've played, I think tonight will be our 54th show of the year, <laughs> which is like insane, you know, for like, you know, I mean, you know, we're not, I don't think we're going to hit 100, but like we're reaching that crazy point where it's like, you know, a show every three days on average kind of thing. And like, we're just the tightest we've ever been. And, but yeah, it's been, it's been great, you know, and to be honest, going to America and Australia was like really profound for us because it was like, we've never seen how our band exists out of the UK. And, and I'm really Turns out it's doing well every <laughs> fucking way <laughs> I'm gonna do it because I know you won't you won't be like oh you'll just be like oh yeah it was yeah, nice it was to good. see people turn up and I'm yeah. like there was fucking loads of people there <laughs> all singing along because they fucking love you yeah oh, that's class but, yeah it was though it was insane honestly and like you know like you said singing along buying t-shirts tattoos it's like we've been about for six years in one place and like just going out and seeing how, how we exist elsewhere and like I just can't wait to keep going back it's, it's the goal now no. oh you, dude I know I know you I know, have I know. a fucking shock someday yeah, same thing happened to me I went out to Japan I was like I don't even know if our record's out here yeah in it yeah. we turned up and it was 400 Japanese people waiting to meet us and we were like Bro. what the fuck yeah. is this how do you find out and you can't us? you can't fathom it though you, no because you, you've got to turn up with zero expectations yeah. you know so yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah but, it's but how has it been dealing with that kind of jet lag and just being able to tra- travel everywhere and kind of be able to be at your top level for these shows as well it, must it, be has, a bit of it has been hard yeah. yeah like jet lag to be honest I think we landed jet lag every time we pulled it off just about it was you know stay up for an extra five hours and then sleep and then I think we were all kind of set my only real problem is I've got like massive sinus problems with my mm. head basically and like between like you know stuffing in your molds into my ears and having wax build up and having like all this boring gross shit basically but when I fly you flip a coin and my head's either exploding for 20 hours or I'm fine and on the way back from Australia my head exploded for 20 hours and I felt bad for Ben our bassist because he was just sat next to me and I was just like <laughs> massaging my skull like groaning for like nearly a, a whole day you know oh my but, God. Uh, but yeah man yeah yeah, you good. can't complain, no, can you? Other than my uh, head blowing off my shoulders, it was, yeah, uh, yeah it was <laughs> nice. insane. Yeah. Nice, no, you can't complain there. Obviously, you've been busy now with uh, kind of new music, doing this yes. split. Yeah. Not kind, of. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. kind of new music? Kind yeah. of new music. Well, yeah, but t- tell us about this split that's just come out. Yeah, so, you know, our goal is always to release music as often as we can, you know, so we've released a song every year since 2016, um, which is, you know, hard to pull off, really. Um, and we weren't really ready to move on from The Greatest Mistake we love that and we're very proud of it so for us it was like how do we put music out how do we make it fresh and exciting and Alpha Wolf are like an insane band we're on the same label we love them as people we just thought like yeah let's try and see what we can do um, and like it, I think it's worked a charm you know the new song we've put out I wasn't really expecting the response to be honest I know everyone says that but I really wasn't expecting that response and then our next song I think is one of our best ever I think it's a really good song and then I'm on an Alpha Wolf song where I do this like mm-hmm. Linkin Park kind of chorus you know and like I think every every song that's going to drop is going to be like cool in its own way so we somehow managed to really wring quite a lot out of a small thing really how did you do um yeah, how did you come to do the recordings for that then? Do you... you record- <laughs> when did I? Yeah, I don't know, man. In my sleep, I think. No. Uh, yeah, like, honestly, we did the funeral tour. Had, like, two weeks and off and then recorded it over the space of a week. And then we went straight off to Australia, uh, America for nine weeks, you know. So And now yeah. I'm here. So Fuck we somehow yeah. managed to squeeze in recording time. But uh, we, we did it with Dan. Yeah, and we went to Marshall Studios, which was awesome. And, um, yeah, it was it was an awesome experience, but it was very much like when you're only recording two songs, 
it is quite a more like unique thing when you know when you're trying to pull off a whole album it's drums first for a week blah 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 for another week you know all this kind of stuff so uh so it was a bit of a different way of doing things but uh yeah okay nice nice and obviously like back in the day you did a split with loathe so exactly, like man. yeah is that something you think would be nice to try and do and you can as you go on try and do yeah. like an album then collaborate with someone in between and to be honest like like you said that loathe split like was awesome and it did really yeah. well and it, like look at both of our bands now compared mm, to back then it's true, insanity true. what's yeah. happened i think this can be it's gonna be like the food. The, it, I think more it should bands be. should be doing I think, it. Dude, there I, should be more split because yeah. yeah, it's both both bands getting your fans together to make one giant family. Yeah, it's I, and collaborating. Yeah, yeah you know, exactly. It's like getting the, each other on each other's tracks. That's like how is it not happening more? <laughs> I, dude, I, honestly, I, I completely agree. I, I, one thing that was really cool was um, Void of Vision, who are an awesome band yeah. from Australia. They did a redux of one of their albums where they got guest vocalists on every Ooh. song and now it was like Gorilla's Plastic Beach for Metalcore but I just think people always say hip hop's so much bigger better blah 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 than, than rock or whatever and it's like look at what they're doing man. Yes. they are unbounded creatively you know you look at some hip hop songs and there's like seven features on them yeah. it's like why can't we do that like why can't there be a song where like me Henry from Boston Manor Milky from Orgasm <laughs> Ben from Neck Deep I don't know why like, all sing why not on a song. Uh, Don Broco did it quite recently with, yeah. uh, with action you know but like I just think like you said I think it's the future and I, I, I just urge other bands yeah, to do it because like it's, we're benefiting hugely from it well, well there should be so. more of it in hip hop they got The Rock to just come and do a <laughs> song <laughs> we could get The Rock on get it. The let's rock. do a split get with The, the rock. rock get Holden Hanson and The Rock split oh Holden Rocky P oh, oh my nice. god imagine that but obviously yes. like last year we talked to you at Download Pilot it was quite an emotional time yeah, I mean yeah. how's it feeling just being back at the festival now and seeing so many more people what, excited about the band and like playing a stage that I'm sure you just dreamt about a, a and lot. And a really important thing to note is when I spoke to you guys at the Download Pilot, at that point, I don't think... Oh, we, oh, we just played, sorry. Just yeah, played. Yeah, yeah. You know, Celebration Song, Curse Me With Your Kiss, like yeah. after, Afterlife, you know, mm. we played those songs for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And at that time, we weren't really sure if these songs would even be... would even exist in a live capacity. And like I said, now we're, we're pushing probably about 70 plus shows with those songs in the last year and it's like and you've it's seen what so, <laughs> yeah yeah but it's so, it's so special to see yeah. where it how it felt this time last year and how it is now and, and I think everyone's the same in their lives you know it's like it's nice to see people back doing what they where yeah. what they deserve to do where they belong and thriving for it you know yeah, same yeah. with you guys man yeah. you know like just seeing you doing so many festivals <laughs> you know it's like this time two years ago yeah, it was it, nothing. Dude, yeah, in it, yeah. You know. so everything was shut. Back to the days, yeah. you know. <laughs> oh god, so, yeah, nice. Yeah. Very true, cool. very true. Well, before uh, before you go, I won't keep you too long, much longer, Lucas. We know you're busy, but obviously with all this traveling, you've met so many fans from different areas of the world. Is there any kind of stories or any like little things that people have said to you while meeting you that you've kind of blown you away? Like, yeah, quite a few, honestly. Like because, like I said, some of these people have waited five years to to meet us, you know. So like. So, you know, there was quite a few people who said, you know, some really lovely things about how we'd help them maybe grieve or whatever, you know, and like, um, well, there was this one, this one really cute um, couple who like, they've just had a baby, but like, I think one of our songs is like their song, you know, oh, and like, I just called remember the baby thinking, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but you know, like that kind yeah. of level of thing yes. where yeah. it's like, maybe not that kind of level, <laughs> but like, uh, but you know, it's just like, 
knowing that we're integrated into the lives of people on the other side of the planet, you know, and like, like I said, tattoos, like every day at some points we were seeing people with a moth and it's just like, it's such a, a magical reminder to keep doing what we're doing, you know. So, yeah. uh, so we're gonna. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, nice. I thought you were gonna say that they said that the baby was the greatest mistake of their oh, lives. Oh, no. oh, oh, no. oh, oh, fucking. Bro. And that was the last But no, man, obviously, great to have you on as always. Thank you yes. so much Looking for Looking forward to the set and uh, we'll catch you soon. Legends, yes. Legends. Yeah, I got to do a high five on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey. Nice. Thank you. Thanks for having me again, you legends. I love it every time. Every Sapnin! 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 So this is a special one for us. So part of this download special, we've got our friend Lege involved. Because Lege is involved in the press team that organizes all of the bands and artists seeing all of the different people in mm. press and stuff. Is that, is that a fair description of the... I think that is a fair description, yeah. What, what else are your... Um, what else does your role involve? Just uh, all sorts. Just running around like a headless chicken, mainly. <laughs> but no, having a lovely time. But it is fab. Like, get to, yeah, I kind of organise all the artist activity. I speak to all the artist teams. We organise all the interviews. And it's just, yeah, it's fab. We, like, do all the photographer stuff or whatever. Um, it's difficult. It's difficult to even think of because there's <laughs> so much to do. Yeah. Like, but obviously, like, you deal with a lot of press in itself as well. You're dealing with the artists, you're dealing with the management. You're also a DJ. You're going to be performing disc later on she tonight. She jockeys the disc. She jockeys oh, the disc. What is it like for you seeing a different side yeah. of download and festivals like this? Because I think, like, I have been, well, I've been doing download probably 12 years. So I think I used to come as a journalist many many moons ago so I used to do the other side so I would be here interviewing the bands and reviewing the bands working very hard um, and then I went to the other side and now I organise the dark side I went to the dark side and then I organised but I always I DJ'd the festival as well previously when I was when I was a journalist <laughs> and then I went to the PR dark side and now I kind of organise the interviews from the other side with the media um, so I've seen I've seen all sides of it yeah. and I love it but like the DJing stuff is amazing like I did the pilot last year and I think that was my best ever DJ set it was ridiculous yeah it was like the first one after lockdown and there was just so many people I think it was like 10,000 and everybody was losing their minds because they hadn't done anything for two years and I was like I thought I thought I was gonna cry. I was just Aww. so happy. I was jumping around like a lunatic, and everyone was just joyful. It was amazing. So I'm excited to do it again later. Nice. It must be a nice yeah. balance for you as well, because obviously, yeah. You, yeah, you have DJed for years. You do a lot of sets at clubs and stuff and whatnot. But when you're so busy at a festival like this, you can't think straight. You're losing your mind of making sure everyone's in the right place. It must be like a nice little thing at the end to be like, oh, you get to perform now. Yeah. And you haven't thought about it that much. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. I haven't thought about it at all. <laughs> like, five minutes before, I'll be like, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> i got to go. <laughs> Like, but I do love it. I actually, like, I never get, I don't get, like, nervous for the DJing ever. Like, I just say, way or I laugh. But, you know, it's yeah, just fun. It's just songs. fun, isn't it? At the yeah. day, if you just break it down, exactly. it's playing yeah. other people's songs and money in it. Like, exactly. as long as you know, 
I say it's easy. It's not easy. It's not really easy because not everybody can do it. Not everybody can judge and read a room because a lot of that is what it is, and you've got to judge what you think the next song is and if the people will react or leave because that's the worry. But yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I think it's, it's all in the song selection. I guess it's just like knowing what goes with what. Like, I don't do anything wildly technical. <laughs> like, but I am the queen of a song selection. Nice. I love a banger. Yeah. I just do. love a banger. <laughs> yeah. Self-proclaimed yeah. queen of the song selection. Wow. Leash. That's it. Don't call me a DJ. Just call me the queen of the queen song of selection. selection. You really? That, you need merch. You need that one. She's the cross. She's the queen the of song selection. <laughs> Quas. Quas. Quas, bitch. Too <laughs> far. That's well, yeah, words, not I'm taking it too far. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, like, but obviously, like, we've been, this weekend, obviously, we've been here all the last three days. We've seen you at your desk, kind of here, first thing in the morning to last thing at night. I'm sure there's so many people listening to this don't kind of see that side of things. So what is it like for you in terms of like those hours and that work I mean you have to be here first thing in the morning last person leaving probably some of the of the festival well, yeah, there's just a lot of things what time do you do it's a, it's a long old day like we'll get well like Friday I got here at 6am yeah because we then like we kind of oversee filming on site so like we had it was like BBC Radio Derby I'm giving them a shout out there we go <laughs> sorry we'll bleep that we'll bleep that yeah get rid of it I um, <laughs> they interviewed me actually on the golf buggy I was oh, like, so this oh, isn't your first yeah. one this weekend then? No, it's not. Oh, I, uh, fucking hell. I'm an old hat. <laughs> no, I, uh, <laughs> I just, yeah, I drove them around. I chauffeured them around on the golf buggy. Took them around to, like, chat, whatever. Um, they talked to some punters. Had a lovely the time. Pub. The Gen Pub. Who were all really happy and just having the best time. I was trying to put them off doing the 6am filming. So I was going, no one will be awake. As in, I didn't want to be awake. So yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't want to be there. I was like, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. No one will be around. And then we get there and there are people around. And they were having their breakfast. And I thought, what's wrong with you? Go back to bed. But yeah, we got there then. And then we leave about midnight. So we're just constantly, constantly busy and running around. It's fun, I think. Like, I don't need much sleep, so I'm alright. Okay, that's very lucky. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you yeah. Get much sleep. yeah I no. don't. So then, I mean, I don't like, I don't make it easier on myself because this job is long hours, not much sleep, and then I do the DJ on top of it. So oh, I that's just, true, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you finish here at 12, yeah, and then be like, oh, cool, gotta go DJ now for yeah. fucking, oh, yeah, disgusting, really. <laughs> but, it is a laugh. Like I mean, I I choose I choose this life. You know? <laughs> I choose this life. But it is like it is a laugh. Like I wouldn't do anything else. You know? Do you like, get um, Do you get many difficult people and difficult bands? Uh, you don't have to name any. Like obviously, well, I don't. Really do you know what? It doesn't tend to be the bands that are, that are difficult. I don't think. I think it's probably the PR people. More. I don't know. Maybe management. Yeah, sometimes. TMs and managers. Yeah, and yeah. like. You know, I think they obviously they're very protective over their artists. There's not like not many. I think most people are lovely and very easy to work with, especially in this genre. Like I think, like it's lovely doing download. Like everyone wants to do press, and like they're just super keen. Like other types of festivals, like other genres, it's not the case. Well, what other? Yeah, what other festivals? So we do, do we do Ready and Leeds, which is also really good. Like it's a similar. Yeah. A similar vibe, um, and then we do like wireless festival. So that one, not not so much press, 
like the artists are not as keen that's more like kind of hip-hop and r&b than like and like grime and stuff like they're not so keen i think they don't feel the need as much to be doing press so like we'll be on site there like today well this weekend i think maybe you know you have over 100 interviews every day yeah. at least you know like at, at least over 100 that just makes sense <laughs> <laughs> um but then like say wireless you might just have four every you know per day well okay yeah the artists it's just a really different world like they just don't feel the need as much and if they do do interviews they would have to be in their dressing room like they wouldn't come into a press area like they do here like everybody's kind of up for it and just keen to do stuff here so it's nice like it's a nice one to do yeah it's my favourite of all but don't tell the rest (laughs) but I do love it and obviously like you and I have emailed over PR things for years now. Yeah. And I've noticed that, especially at these kind of events, sometimes Download like to do a little bit of a uh, big PR moment. Maybe the dong- Download dog will come in. But one year, I remember some Vikings came in <laughs> and uh, kidnapped There's you. There's video of this on YouTube, I believe, as well. I'm on a mask. Yeah, <laughs> that was a cracking day. That was one of my best days at work, I think. Because it was all the topless Vikings picking you up and carrying you around. That's probably why. We were all we were all sat in the press tent, working away, and then these men come in. And this is one guy. He's like seven foot tall, a very large topless man. And um, and then oh here we are. We've got sorry. I did extra so, yeah. work with that large topless yeah, man six I, months did later. You? Six months did later. You? I think I remember this. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah. So they come in and all of us kind of go a bit giggly you know we're all a bit like who are they who are they there and then I've never heard of this band and then this man comes over and he was like oh can I ask you a question he's like something a bit weird but would you how would you feel about being kidnapped by that man there and, it was and you were the like it was real, 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 real and I was like <laughs> excuse me <laughs> and he was like right so what he would do is he'd like come over to you and he'd pick you up he'd put you on his shoulders and then he'd just walk off with you and I was like are you, are you being serious what happens after that and I thought <laughs> where, are we I going thought, where are we going next big man <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I thought I was being punked I thought, <laughs> because, because I had gotten so giddy over the whole thing I thought my boss was having a laugh I thought he'd gone over and been like oh pretend to her now just tell her that you're going to pick her up. Like, she'll love it. She'll love it. She so loves I was being like, picked. Liz loves being at least <laughs> yeah. a millimetre off the ground. <laughs> yeah. She's too short. She likes to be up high. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, so then, yeah, and that happened. And they came, picked me up, kidnapped me. And then it went off, like, I went on a monomart, like, I think it was on a video, yeah, of them kind of ravaging download. And then, yeah, picking me up. But I had to pretend, I had to do some acting. Yeah. But it was, a, it was just me going, no, put me down. <laughs> and I think I'd lost my voice from talking too much as well. So I just kept oh. squeaking at them. So I was like, wow. never mind. Wow. But, um, but yeah, that was a top laugh. And then I think a few months later, I DJed Uproar in Birmingham and someone came over and was like, you're the girl from the Viking video. No way. Like, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, like, I am. <laughs> I knew That's this would happen, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, not again, yeah. yes. Yeah, that um, was, that was yeah, a good what, day. What are some of the um, perks of the job? Perks. I guess you get a lot of access to events and yeah, stuff yeah, and yeah. tickets. And I mean, like, everything. Like, it's a wild job to have. Like, it's not really, you know, it's not anybody else's, like, normal job. Like, 
get to do like obviously we like we work super hard and we have like tons of admin like loads goes into it so much like so much emailing whatever but then you get the perks and like the events and you just do mad things like we would you know we used to work on the Q awards and like there was one time I was just escorting all the winners to like the winners room and like you know, I had to escort Noel Gallagher and Bono together. Oh, as you do. And, like, yeah. Noel Gallagher had Bono in a headlock. And they're like, <laughs> You're like Noel, stop like, messing Noel, about. We've down. got to go to the backstage <laughs> <Come> area. <on. laughs> you know, so it's just stuff like that. Like, I I think we work for um, so the Natural History Museum Ice Rink. They get loads of celebs down. Love it. Um, so in, like, December, they had David Beckham. My job was to take David Beckham around the ice rink oh it's a like, hard life isn't it him and his like him and his kids Shh, and you know at his ugly, ugly ugly face. Like, you alright David like do you need anything he kind of put his arm around me and I was like oh my god then a girl came up to me and she was like are you his girlfriend and I was like yeah yes you're Victoria yes, oh, I'm Victoria yeah I'm Spice actually yeah. what you don't remember yeah. me from uh, Zigga Zigga yeah I'm actually quite famous so I don't I'm a fashion designer I think designer you'll find I'm, well. in an, uh, um, I'm in a Viking video so <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah do you not know me Posh Spice from the Viking video <laughs> yeah. or? what you've done is no. you've confused me with Posh Spice and that's yeah. fine that's fine <laughs> yeah. I was in a, I was in a yeah. Viking video so that's where you might see me similar levels of fame I'd say yeah. so yeah we're right, right up there but yeah so there's that then there was Baby Spice as well I took oh, her oh wow yeah that was good this is all very Spice Girls all <laughs> it's all it's all spice. that's all I do <laughs> I only like Spice Girls yeah. themed but yeah, I took her and her husband that was nice and then we went to like we worked the Brit Awards as well oh yes I saw you um, in the background of loads, loads of people's photos oh yeah KSI yeah. I saw you with Kate wow in a YouTube video yeah. Yeah. who else was there um, oh there were loads there was like Mo Gilligan there was who else there was like, someone Sam absolutely Fender. ridiculous I saw and then it just lays in the right down corner of the yeah photo. there were a few but I really I thought I was being very kind of low key as well I didn't think I was in the background of anything I think I was kind of working on the radio bit so I didn't think they were doing any filming so I'm just fanning around behind them and then I just kept then for the next two weeks people just kept sending me things like there she is again there she is wow. and again there you <laughs> are like, she's being a constant that's meme that's me that is she's yeah. being yeah, a I meme know. wow I know it's cracking well ladies we appreciate you taking the time oh, to this because we know how busy you are but me. just before you go what advice would you give to anyone who listened to this and made me think in trying to get into PR and kind of looking after events and all that kind of stuff I mean, I think with it, like, it's more experience than anything. Like, it wouldn't be, like, doing a certain degree or anything. It's more, I guess, you just have to really want to do it and, like, just get, you know, get as much experience as you can. Like, people come into it on different route, like, from different routes. Like, although I know quite a lot of people who did the same as me. Like, I started on the journalist side and then obviously got to know PRs through that side. And I thought, well, that would be quite a laugh. Like, that... You know, like, that would be quite fun. That would be a good job to have. And then, yeah, you get to know people and I suppose they know that you're kind of good on the other side of things. And then, you know, in you get. But, I mean, it's it's a lot of long hours. And I did a lot of interning for free. So <laughs> don't do that now. Yeah. I don't think that's a thing now. But in my day, you know. <laughs> when everything was black but, and white, back yeah, in my day. Yeah. Maybe intern for money now um but i you know i did all sorts of things i like you know did like wrote for loads of different stuff like loads of different websites like interviewed loads of bands like um 
you know, obviously DJed and stuff, so you meet people through that way. But I guess it's just like, for me, because all I wanted to do was be in music, so I just did anything I could that was on the music side. And then, yeah, you get to know people. Who was the most go. awkward person, awkward interview you had had prior to this? Not the, I don't mean this. This has gone quite well. Actually. This is quite smooth. But yeah. um, I don't know. Well, I used to. Because this would have been like back in the day, wouldn't it? Like this would have been. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Two thousand nine, no, two thousand ten. Probably. I had some mad ones. Like when I so when I interned at the Daily Telegraph, <laughs> um, I did loads of interviews then, but two be- two of my best interviews ever actually Tommy Lee and Slash nice crack it anyway the most awkward though I think was maybe Larry Lamb Larry <laughs> Lamb George's dad yeah EastEnders oh, yeah George's dad George's EastEnders dad. Gavin and Stacey Gavin and Stacey yeah um Oh, and I, I thought begged, he'd be class. He would, I thought he'd be class, and that's why I asked to do it. But <laughs> I'd, be, I'd basically, I'd ask yeah, nightmare. So I then said to the Telegraph, like, "Oh, look, like Larry Lamb wants to do an interview. Like, can can we do this?" And they were, they weren't keen. They were like, not really bothered actually. And I was like, "Oh, please!" And they were like, "Okay, well, if you insist, like, you know, you can sort it out. You do it." So I was like, "Fine, all right." So I did all of this. I'm absolutely buzzing. And I speak to him thinking, oh, he's going to be hilarious. And he was so arsed off. And he was just so... Do you know, like, he just couldn't be bothered. And do you he think like, he was someone oh. up that day, or do you think he was just... I think he... a dick when he's not switched on. Maybe a dick. Ooh. No, I don't know, I don't know. He was just very grumpy. Maybe he was having a bad day. And it was over the phone. You know? Okay. Couldn't give him my full charm. <laughs> <laughs> I am joking. But, um, good old Larry. Yeah. I'm sure he's a lovely man. Lazar, I'm, I'm sure, sure he'll right. hear this as well. If he listens oh, to this, Larry. Him and George Sorry, listen, Larry. Yeah. listen together every week. Yeah, every week. Father think, and son yeah. sat yeah. together. I so. actually think once, though, weirdly, do you remember my uh, my radio show, Sean? Yes. You came on it. Yes. When I was in uni. And, um, and I'm sure it was because you remember I did it with Edwina. And she, I'm sure. But she knows. She lives in Ireland or in Scotland? Glasgow. Scotland. Glasgow, and she's a TV producer extraordinaire. But yeah, I'm sure she thought, like, she knew George Lamb somehow, and she said that he listened to our show once. But oh wow, I might have made that up. But so perhaps he's moved on from that now to this. Yeah, definitely because you're on it. Yeah, he's listening he, he's now. Oh, yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So I like, hello. It was called Superstar DJs. So he's gone from Superstar DJs on. Yeah. Wow. And called it Student Radio. DJ <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, well, you've obviously paid your dues oh, with everything. You. Um, but yeah, thank you so much oh, for no, taking the time. Thank, thank you so much for all the work you do behind the scenes oh, and the help you. you do with us as well. Pleasure. And um, well, I'm sure we'll see you very soon oh, anyway. Lovely. So thank oh, you. Thank, thank you, you so much. Sapnin. Sapnin. And then I was. What's up, Yay! We're backstage here at Download Festival and we're joined by Casper Avolby. Yes, how yeah. are you? I'm fine, thanks. They're all a little, a little tired. Okay. The last four or five days we've been back-to-back playing festivals. Oh, nice. Where, where else have you been? We've been at Nova Rock Ooh. and um, Greenfield. Big one. And Sweden Rock. Nice. Oh, wow. So we've been flying a lot. Yeah. Up very early and to bed very late so. yeah how is it like playing all those really big shows one after another and flying and all that combined because obviously going from a tour or not playing shows in ages to mega ones like that it must be a bit of an adjustment sometimes 
Yeah, it is. But I mean, you can be very tired just before you you go on stage. But the minute you're on, I mean, it's just the adrenaline and and everything just changes, and you're you're on top. Yeah. But 50 minutes, no, half an hour after we left the stage, I'm just done, totally. Yeah. Really, that, really tired. Is that the um? Yeah, is that the adrenaline crash then after that? That just because yeah, like. I, I've been lucky enough to do Greenfield and I just remember looking out and being like holy shit <laughs> there's low, there's un, maybe 100,000 people here and it's such a beautiful setting with the mountains in the backdrop exactly, and stuff yeah, and, it's really beautiful and I, yeah I completely get what you mean with a 20 minutes later just going oh no yeah exactly and we, I mean we, we have a not a tradition but we used to eat food afterwards when we get off stage yeah. uh, and then at the same time the adrenaline disappears yeah. and you're really full and you're just oh man <laughs> yeah. it's, it's bad, really yeah. hard to have a party going on <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah really but like, what's it like for Vol- Volbeat now being at Downloads Festival because you played this so many times before in the past and as you've kept on going you've got higher and higher up on the bill I mean what does it feel like when you come back to the UK in a place like this like especially coming back to Darlington well it's actually only my second time because I joined the band in 2016 and the first time we played here I was unfortunately very hungover I really (laughs) felt like shit and I can't really remember that much I think it was a good show I'm not really sure but but this time I'm gonna enjoy it a lot more (laughs) is there anything you're doing in particular to make sure you enjoy it not drinking so much yeah, the night exactly yeah. Yeah. no I'm just when you get to a festival like this there's always many people that you know you've been touring with and you met met before so I've been saying hello to Baroness and uh, Twin Temple for example so it's great coming here and meet a lot of friends um, so I, I don't really have a lot of time to, to sit and do yoga or something <laughs> to, to prepare myself yeah. I got some family who's coming that are going to meet Later on, oh, so nice. yeah, my, my sister is living here in the oh, UK. Cool. So. That's awesome. So that's a great opportunity to see them. Yeah, yeah. it must make it feel a bit nicer as well when you've got elements like that to uh, to enjoy it with. Yeah, that that uh, you got family here. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, is this? Yeah, will this be her first time seeing you at one of these big festivals with the band? No, or did she came? She also came with for the oh, one. So she <laughs> might remember it. She <laughs> might remember the last one. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, but she's she's here every time we play in um, around London too. She lives there, so nice. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. What uh, what's one thing that coming back to festivals that you re- you've missed over the last couple of years in particular? Well, the thing I miss is, is all the people. I mean, unfortunately, the last few days, we've been coming quite late because of the travel and all that. But otherwise, I, I really like going out, just looking at all the, um, you know, the booths where you can buy uh, records and all that. And just all the people, all the, all the life. I was going a lot to festivals when I was younger. Okay. You know, I was... 20 years at Roskiller Festival and sleeping in a tent and all that that I don't miss at all <laughs> I am way too old yeah, for that yeah. all of us are like that now yeah, yeah we're, um, I've done, I paid my dues of yeah. camping I just saw dues. somebody outside and they were like oh are you camping and I was like no, no I'm 38 <laughs> I was like no I'm in a house 20 minutes away <laughs> fuck that yeah. yeah that's nuts but yeah. yeah who are some of the bands that you remember seeing from festivals like growing up then 
uh, one of the first one I saw in 93. No, I actually saw Nirvana in 92. Wow. Yeah. Class. Where was that? At Rostel Festival. Nice. And uh, the Denmark just won the European uh, no. football. Yeah. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. 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 Wow. So, but he was on heroin that day. Oh. So the, the show was just so slow. <laughs> slow and apparently they've been playing here in the UK the, down, the day before and mm. then he was on coke. So it, that was a great show, smashing the instruments. <laughs> too fast, too yeah. fast to start. Come as you are. And then the next day was, come as you are. It was almost like that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was wow. that the famous year you did Red in? Yeah, 92 is the famous, famous year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was crazy. But yeah, yeah that's yeah. crazy. You uh, you mentioned football there. Are you a bit of a football fan? Or? No, not, no, not at all, actually. <laughs> no, no, no not, not at, at all. all. But I mean, when you win, Denmark was, I mean, going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the whole festival was also, it was, I really remember that. Nice. Oh, can't go wrong there, can't go wrong. But obviously, Volbeat's uh, latest record's been getting a lot of attention. A lot of people have uh, been making a lot of comparisons to maybe this is some of your best work yet. I mean, since your time in the band, how would you really describe the just kind of work and method behind the scenes and the songwriting and just collaborating with each other? Um, I don't think the songwriting process has changed much because it's mostly Michael uh, sits at home and, and, and writes the songs, and then he comes to the then he comes to the rehearsing room, and we kind of work on it on the arrangement and something like. But the difference. It was a helicopter. Ah, plane. Ah, plane. Yeah, yeah, well, just over there. Very noisy. <laughs> very but the difference this time was that Rob was not able to be here because of the lockdown. So he, he couldn't leave the US. So it, it was only me, Michael and, um, and John. So it went very fast. That's might have been the the biggest difference that he wrote all the songs in two or three months oh wow yeah and we went to the studio I think we were in the studio three weeks or something it's just totally old school yeah it was very uh, yeah it was very energetic and it was, uh, it was very fresh compared to Rewind I mean the previous album I think we were in, in the studio for yeah, two months or something and the process was just so much longer because you're going on tour and then in between tours you have to ride and you have to arrange and yeah so this time i mean that was nothing to do nothing did you have any producers involved uh, yeah we use uh, jacob hansen okay yeah. but i mean the songs were done yeah when yeah. we got over there yeah, so yeah, yeah. Awesome. well with all that now what's really next for the band uh, from now on, I think we're gonna have we're gonna st um, finish the tour on in a week or something, and then we're gonna have a break. Uh, and then in the fall, I, I think we are out again. I don't really know the date yet, but that's <laughs> all right. Yeah, if you listen to this, <laughs> look it up in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think actually, I think actually, uh, some of the dates will be um, announced on Sunday oh, okay. in a week. Oh, okay, cool. On the twentieth. Sweet. Well, there we awesome. are. Well, cool. there we are. Well, the sweet. Thank you. Thank you so much, Casper, for taking the time. Lovely to meet you. Really enjoy this, and uh, good luck with the set. Yeah, thank, thank you very much. Enjoy thank it. You. See you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus. 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. What's up, man? What's up, man? What's up, man? Into the mic, King Cobb. What's up, man? You're in a media chain like Jesus. No. Yes, we are joined right now by Steadman and Cobb of the mighty punk rock factory. How are you guys? Fucking excellent, bro. Brilliant. Class. Well, yeah, you, you, you're playing later on, and you played the uh, dog tooth stage the other day after you flew back from Germany, I believe. And you had 4,000 people there. Um, were you expecting any of that? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Every time we do a show, we think we're going to walk out and get bottles pissed on us. We don't know what to expect, do we? Because we're so isolated because we're in the studio every day. It's just the four of us just making fun of each other. We get surprised when there's one person in the crowd. Like, genuinely now, we think we're going to walk out and there'll be fuck all people in. And then there's like 5,000. Like, shit, the bed. Like, Negative, like, you shouldn't be here. Get home. Get back to your Yeah, we think studio. they are there because you just want to throw piss at us. But then they end up fucking loving it. Well... Is this, yeah, is this the moment where you've realized, oh, that's never the case then? No, so, I, truly. I'll never, I'll never fucking. No, but after, after you do Bloodstock, which you, you like did Bloodstock last yeah. year, right? You've completed Metal Fest, like, truly nobody's, like, there's not going to be, like, people in Download are softer metalers than people that go to Bloodstock, in my yeah. opinion, in my <laughs> yeah. opinion. So, if you didn't get killed at Bloodstock, you can do anywhere at any time. So, I wouldn't fucking worry ever again, boys. And then we walk out of Reading and just get battered. Yeah, so. fuck you, Sean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Indian. Oh, Sean's going to be all right. Sean's going to be fine. <laughs> the Indian Obeds. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. We'll do Kaiser Chiefs covers and yeah. that. <laughs> That's a good thing what we do. We can do different stuff for different crowds. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you want to hear? Do an Oasis album. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Arctic Monkeys, double time. <laughs> Class. That was not a bad idea, mind. But. Uh, yeah. we go. Oh. Next album. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah, but that's the thing. We've seen so many people mentioning that Punk Rock Factory is one of probably the most funnest bands at these kind of festivals and on the scene at the moment. You mentioned how hard working you all guys are in the studio and stuff lately. Just tell us literally about like the kind of process behind the band because obviously people know you for the covers, for a lot of fun. You've got really cool merch that we've seen a lot of, but like it seems like there is a lot behind that. Oh, it's fucking non-stop. Like, we come off tour in December last year. We had a little break for Christmas. And then literally since January up until today, it's fucking mental. We treat it like a 9-5 job. Like, with a, you know, a lot of bands are kind of a bit lazy. You do your practice, you do your recording, then you go off. We go in the studio at 9 every morning. We have a coffee, and we're just on it. Yeah. What's the day's post? What's the next album? What's the plan? Sit down, have meetings with the people that we need to. And we just, we don't stop. Juggling a million yeah. fucking, oh, you don't juggle yeah. plates, do you? Yeah. <laughs> plates, spin, spin, plates. Spin, 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 yeah, spin, 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 spin,
Have a go. It's hard. I can't even juggle. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why it's so difficult. That's why yeah, I get it. So, there we go. It's loads of work. Yeah, we are woods critics as well. We like we drill this stuff every time we put up a post. It's like, is this, is this what it needs to be? Can it be better? Same with the tracks. Yeah. Oh, we we just, beat the shit out of each yeah, other. Yeah, 100%. We just analyze every little fucking aspect of everything. Yeah. Like, we got new t-shirts now and then. You're like, ah, the, the pink needs to be a little bit pinkier. <laughs> yeah. This needs to be a little greener. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like, obviously... People have known for people know you for these covers from Disney songs and like old cartoon themes and stuff like that. But because they're all songs you've kind of grew up loving or they're popular songs now, I'm sure that in a way you're trying to justify yourself doing them a little bit more that you want everything to be 100% rather than just writing songs for yourself. Like you want to do the song you're covering as much justice as possible to make it your own. So I'm sure that plays, things like that play on your mind quite a, a lot yeah, behind definitely. the scenes. Yeah, I, I mean, we could easily go in and chuck, stick a punk beat over it, yeah. distorted guitar and just go for it. Which but, a lot of bands do, don't they? Yeah. It's just like they say they're doing a cover, but the way that we do, we actually get the original track, we stick it down, we time it, and then we layer up over the original track. So every key change has to be there. Every yeah. riff, every part of that song needs to be there. Because we always want to make it so that if the original writers listen, they go, oh, check that. They, yeah, yeah. they know it's that bit, they know it's that. Yeah, we isolate, isolate all the tracks as well. So we can listen to like the fucking flute part of a song. Like, we use that as a riff. Like the riff in How Far I'll Go is like a steel pan or something. If you listen closely in the original one, you can hear that guitar riff going. So we pull everything in and try and dial in on loads of different aspects of it. Yeah. How hard is it to get clearance for these kind of songs? Is it is it easier than people think? Like what? Yeah. Like all we do is we so we use DistroKid to upload our tracks, and with it, I think we pay something like ten dollars uh, a track for a year, and that covers the license for the entire year. Although when we do the physicals, we go to PRS and we get clearance from them. Right. And there was there was one song they were worried they couldn't get hold of Saban for Power Rangers, okay. uh, but the problem is we'd already scheduled it. We already oh. we were actually <laughs> retrospectively doing it, which we shouldn't have done. And if you listen to PRS. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But they were like, yeah, we can't get hold of them, but don't worry, we'll just kind of play that by yeah. ear. But yeah, it's a pretty normal thing. Okay. Yeah, apart from the album covers, because they're quite parody Disney. Right, yeah. We do have someone at Disney that can clear the license artwork for us. Oh, That's wow. Class. That's amazing. Nice. Yeah, I think people don't realize that kind of stuff, and especially that it's it's cool to hear that you have someone on Disney who's kind of on board with it, know what you're doing, yeah, and then they're Walt. not. Yeah. <laughs> you might be hearing him, Walt yeah. Jr. Yeah, it's Mickey, it's Mickey. Mickey. Mickey's his assistant. Who yeah. 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 the stuff, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get loads of like comments from trolls going, "Oh, good luck when Mickey finds out you guys are yeah. getting sued." It's like, ah, it's like, like it <laughs> Mickey knows yeah. and he fucking loves it. <laughs> Like all these YouTubers are doing the same thing yeah. that you're allowed to do it. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, interesting. Interesting. Well, we mentioned that kind of you're getting a lot of attention online for these things, but it seems that there's a lot of other artists who have become quite big fans of you guys. You've done some work with uh, Jarrett Reddick of Bobbing for Soup, but Love like, him. is there um, is there many other people that have reached out and those kind of things? So with the new album, we actually run out of time because we were talking to. Um, from Simple Plan, Tommy Jeff. <laughs> Jeff from Simple Plan, yeah. uh, and Jarrett wanted to be on another track. Also, Spike from Me First and Gimme Gimme's wanted to do. Oh a track. wow! We had all these guys lined up, and we were like, "Yeah, use the track." And they were like, "Wicked! How long we go? Like four days." And they're like, "Are you mental? Yeah. You, you expect us to do that?" And Spencer would have done it again from yeah. Ice Nine Kills, but they were on tour. But we just work a bit too fast. But we got a, a bit of a list of people that are going to jump on the next one, hopefully now. 
Okay, nice. Wow, interesting. That's that's insane. But like, as you, as you said as well, like playing different territories, playing different kind of festivals, you're seeing different reactions. Obviously, you can mix up the set list and stuff. But how is it going from like a pop punk show to playing with Ice Nine Kills? Like, what? How different is that? It's weird because you're going in and Ice Nine Kills the sound check and then they're fucking ripping their throats <laughs> out doing it, and then we go on the sound check under the sea. And it's <laughs> <laughs> But they, they, we always worry, don't we? Yeah. But it comes down so well. Yeah. And the wicked thing is it, it transcends language as well. So yeah. Like, yeah. we go out to Germany and we just start playing Under the Sea and they lose the plot. Yeah. It's true. And oh, like we're it? talking to Japan now as well. Have you had any um have you had any run-ins with any uh, weird uh how can I say this? Um, unpolite Germans yet? Have they told you anything ba- bad about your music that you weren't expecting? No, no they're oh, really receptive. No, no, you got allowed to come. They'll yeah. do it. They'll do it. <laughs> I literally saw a guy right interviewing Matt Faf, right? The Matt, the singer for a beautiful friend, and he said uh, he was like, "I am a, I am big funeral for a friend fan." I don't know why he's from China or Russia or whatever he's doing. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he's like, "Oh, big funeral for a friend fan." Um, do you like the new album, right? And Matt was like, oh yeah, it's one of my, one of my favorites we've ever done. And the guy went, what, really? What the fuck? So you've never had any rude uh, uh, Germans wor- yet? Not Germans, but the worst ones for us are like the hardcore punks. They're like, how dare you call this punk rock? Uh, this isn't the exploited. Yeah. yeah. Spitting on, it's like, calm down, bro. Yeah, whilst they're saying, you know, like, like oh, Sid Vicious would turn in his grave and it's like, hang on a minute, you're on your fucking iPhone on TikTok, having a go at some of the man like yeah. 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 That's so, the point though. So no, hypocritical. But, like. but the thing the other night is like when like when you went on um at that stage the other night, I saw like a lot of grumpy looking old men who three songs in were like fucking loving it yeah. because you fucking playing Thundercats and they were like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's a song in it forever and you'll watch like there's people at the front row who want to see us and then we'll finish the song you see the hands go up but as the set goes on you see the more phones and the further back it goes yeah. and it's something for everyone eh? and we can hopefully. adapt as we go can't we because like we did that the other night and now we watch the crowd and thought okay they didn't get on with this one this one this one yeah. so we'll change it up a little bit yeah but I've noticed as well it's different generations inspired of oh, yeah. songs because you've, you've got, got yeah, you've yeah you've got, got the 80s theme music but you've also got the Disney films that came up like five yeah. years ago yeah. so yeah. I mean well, like, it's a bit you, you didn't know some of the other ones but then oh yeah yeah yeah. You, yeah, you were, you were yeah. Play, yeah you were playing Let It Go and my friend was just looking at me going oh you don't know this and I was like no I don't I, I've never seen Frozen and he was like alright cool and then Peach is like you're all going to know this next one I turned to my friend and I went I bet I don't know I bet I don't and it was fucking last resort and I was like I had to hold myself back I was like I don't know where I don't know what he's on about the bastard but yeah smashed it and it, yeah it was but yeah by the end of it you had fucking 4,000 people in the fucking palms of your hands like it was class <laughs> it was awesome to see but yeah. yeah so with all that now obviously you're going to be very busy there's a lot of touring there's a lot of uh, music still in the works but what else can people expect what's next please plug away um, so we got the November tour now yeah. we're doing uh, America so we're going yes. over there and that's a decent tour as well it's a headline show East to West, East to West yeah. yeah back then for Germany uh, come home for Christmas then and then we do a headline UK tour again and there's also Japan in the pipeline yeah. now we're hopefully getting over there in maybe September the something. UK tour is all over the weekends as well so yep 
nice excuse to party and, it's flown and out school well. nights. Like so many people are saying to us now that they're putting shows on sale and they're struggling on tickets after what everything's going on. Yeah, yeah. Ours went up the, the day released. <laughs> Not us! Yeah, you fucking loser! <laughs> Every other band is a loser band. <laughs> but I think it just shows what we're doing. Yeah. People, people are, it's not a normal thing, is it? Because another big thing we see all the time, which is mental, is people coming up to us and going, I've never even been to a show before. Like, yeah. what have you been doing your whole life? But they're like, they're going to like Comic Cons yeah. and stuff like that. They've never been big into music. And I'd say like half of our audience is never those. met someone who's never been to a show yeah. before that all. That's insane. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Yeah, it's mad. Just growing up, like, what do you think about it? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, there was loads every night. There was loads of people saying it. So we're tapping into these new kind of weird audiences of people that just go to comic cons and like they're asking us to do comic cons now and stuff. Like, what? You can even sit at the table and sign shit. That's mental. Oh wow. Oh yeah. I got to do one though. of them once, and I said, like, the, there's one in Margam Park or whatever, and they were like, oh yeah, come down and we'll do, you know, Sean from uh, the Blackout Raiders and stuff. I was like. I am not sitting here all day like a fucking lonely old wrestler though everyone's forgotten. I was like, Jim Beam on the desk. Yeah, yeah, just like, 20 pounds for a photo of me anyway. Nobody fucking wants it. Do you know who I used to think I was? I'm better than Markham. Um, but yeah, yeah, I wouldn't like, those things scare me. But yeah, you yeah. play in them. It's fucking mad money in them as there well, is. mate. There's a lot. You've got to get on them. Especially in America. If you're doing, oh, yeah, if you're yeah. going out in America a lot. Yeah, I think we'd play. have to play, wouldn't we? Because that was the weirdest thing for us. We're like, yeah, we're up for doing it, but can we play? Because yeah. we're just sitting at the table. That's weird. Because yeah. again, that comes back to the thing was like, we might get a queue that goes out the fucking door if people want photos with us, but in our heads, no one's going to turn up and I have a stack of photos that don't go. And it's like, let's yeah. play. We're comfortable then. Yeah. Right, well, my last question is, what is your favorite 80s theme tune? Ooh. That either you've done or that you would like to do that the band hasn't done. When I know what mine is and you've already uh, done it. When was Baywatch? Is that 80s? Yeah, yeah, late 80s, not early, not, yeah. You like Baywatch, is it? Well, we started on that, didn't we? We stopped to do the Disney album. Stand stand the I put the drums yeah. on it, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Get that done. Yeah. Right. You did I, Mask. I mask is, to me, Mask is the most perfect, might be the perfect song. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. I love that one. It's you know a video for it? You were one? Yeah. No. It's fucking mental. We yeah, went we on KK's and the guy was hangover to John Smith. Uh, he does all the lighting there. And he was hangover and he was like, you guys want some pyro? I'll check in some pyro. It's like, fuck guys, with all these lasers <laughs> yeah. and pyro going up just like, for what a 40 second yeah, song. Like, everything in there. Oh, I need to see, I need to see it. On fire. Oh, well, I'm on, I know it, but yeah. <laughs> I just want to do a Kiss album. At some point, I just want to do an entire PRF Kiss album. I'm banging. <laughs> uh, Simmons tweeted about us. Did he? Fantastic, yeah. Made <gasps> my day. Snap the keyboard and up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did a Coggy Rock and Roll yeah, yeah. Just He retweeted it and was like, this is fantastic. And wow. And he's I thought Rock was fucking dead, Gene, you I, fucking I, I was going to say, he's got complimentary about a lot of things, yeah. so that means... Wow. Fuck it out. Well, yeah, you do are. like Kiss album, you know you take every fucking bench. <laughs> you are fucking... That's why, uh, that's uh, why he's complimented you, he wants to make yeah. money off you. That's exactly, uh, yeah, I can look that. Boo. Yeah. But guys, cool. honestly, it's great to see all this mad shit you're doing. Keep up. Especially fucking Welsh people doing well. <laughs> yeah. Fucking right, boys, fucking right. I love the podcast as well. Cheers, boys. Thank you. Thank, thank, you, man. thank you. Thank you, man. Thanks. But yeah, much. we're looking thank forward you. to seeing what's next and uh, hopefully we'll have a proper chat with you guys again very soon. Yeah. Yes, let's do it. Nice one. Tidy. Nice one. Sapnin' Podcast! Sapnin'! 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 Yes! Yay! Yeah. Yeah.
Backstage here at Download Festival and we are joined by Jack of Dead Poet Society. What's How are you on? doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Yeah! Sustaining the energy. Yeah, yeah. too warm. Right. Um, boiling in this past as, as British people do, um, this is the first bit of sun we've seen, so we're complaining about it because it's too warm for us. Oh, dude, I'm right on that. I think something Good. deep in my genetics that's from British, from the, must from, be. that's British Aww. is just like I fucking hate when the sun is out. My for like man. months, I was prepped. Everybody's told me this was going to be like a fucking mud show. And then we get here, it's sunny. I'm like, God yeah. damn it, I know, dude. right? Yeah, my girlfriend was like, you only need to take wellies with you. You don't need any other shoes. And I was <laughs> like, I haven't got any wellies. She was like, you have to buy something. And then are you, you fucking idiot. And here we Ooh. are. I don't need the wellies. Yes. yes. Did you buy the wellies? No, I didn't buy wellies. Oh, no. fire, fire, fire. They're just stinking up the hotel room right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, smelly no. shoes. No, but, but how is things with you? I mean, it seems like it's been a busy time touring a lot. How's it being just kind of coming yeah. over here? It's well, I mean, we just got this is our first show in the UK this year. And uh, we just got off tour, did, did uh, about two months with two different bands, a band called Seven Dust and then another band called Biffy Clyro, <laughs> which which everybody fucking knows over here, but I'm nobody never, knows I'm in the never US. either of those bands. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, Seven Dust, wow, we're in the yeah. first place. Yeah. Band. Yeah. Biffy Clyro, legends over here. Well, they're Dude, headlining in the fucking stage someday. Yeah, yeah. so festival out. How was that for you? How did that come about? The Biffy Clyro one? Well, um, we were put forward for the tour uh, by our booking agent, and um, we were in a list of like 70 bands, and our booking agent, who's just like, he's like a really straightforward, like stoic, kind of sarcastic guy, <laughs> and he was just like, you're not getting this fucking tour. <laughs> no chance. You're not getting this tour. And I was like, okay, yeah, fair enough. And I was like, we're so used to being passed up for tours, so like, fuck it, never mind. And then somebody said, you got it, and I was like, oh, what? Yeah. Oh, Do you know what? We don't want to know. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. that we've got it, never we mind. Yeah. We're not an opening band. <laughs> <laughs> No, but they were awesome. They were super sweet. So much fun. Too nice. Too nice. No. Just nice enough. (laughs) Every time they walked by, like, you know, they were doing their own thing and, like, Simon resting his voice and shit and they'd walk by every time they like stop to say something it was like they just were so good at just making this like connection you're just like yeah fucking oh, Simon's nice. my boy dude yeah. I've spoken to him three times <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've had him um, we've had him on, uh, on as a guest before and uh, oh, yeah. yeah you just fall in love with him you can't yeah. help it he's, he's just so nice he's, he's a fucking human. gorgeous yeah. dude yeah. he's like oh, a, he he's like a very yeah, dark age Jesus that's, how, that's <laughs> yeah. how I think about him but, no, but it must be insane because like as you said in a in over in the UK, there's such a big band. They're headlining in front of like eighty thousand people on Sunday here. But in the states, they play more intimate shows. They're still big shows, still a few thousand people at every capacity. What's it like for you being a support band for a band like that? Seeing the kind of difference. You know, okay, so this band, Biffy Clyro, has been, like, my guitarist's, like, one of his top three bands for, like, almost a decade now. He always listens to them. And, um, you know, I wasn't too familiar with them till we started touring with them. Now they're on my fucking Spotify. <laughs> but, uh, but the I don't think that connection was really happening in my skull because it was, like, the only shows I've seen them at were these like 1500 cap rooms and it's like intimate and that like we're an opening band 
that's where we're used to playing. And then it would be like, yo, they just sold out fucking Scotland, like <laughs> 20,000 <000 laughs> yeah. people. It's like, oh, uh, fuck what? Unbelievable. And they just walk, they have that energy when they walk around that they play fucking arenas and shit. And, awesome. you know, yeah. Good. Good on nice, them. Nice, nice, But nice. they're so sweet. <laughs> Lovely guys. <laughs> yeah. What's, um, what's going on in the Dead Post Society camp at the moment? What's, uh, what's being kind of driving you, driving you home? So, um, well, I would say touring, obviously, is like, that's like, that's where it's like, that's the most fun. That's what we live to do. We write the music for those 45 minutes on stage, you know, like, and, um, and so we've been touring a lot this past, like, six months, but it's like, we're ready to get another album out, and we're so afraid of things slowing down because I've been doing this band for 10 years now yeah. and it's like the past few years have just finally something started to happen and so there's like this healthy paranoia in our band that it's just like don't let off the fucking gas <laughs> and so um, we're going in for album two nice but at the same time we're like we're not gonna rush it because it's like album number two always fucking flops <laughs> so we're like we can't have that happen so we're taking our time with it we're making sure all the songs that we put on there we love and um, that's happening right after this headlining run that we're starting today you know or rather tomorrow in Glasgow nice yeah. do, you have, um, do you have a producer already for the record or are you self-producing we or? do no we self-produced the last album well we had kind of a couple producers on a couple songs we had a guy named Alex Newport on the last album that fucking awesome and um this time we're going with a guy named benjamin rice and he's a really awesome dude he normally does like mostly pop stuff okay. but we just happen to catch this guy in like the right time or he's like he's in a point in his career where he can do what he wants so he's like yo let me take this band that makes no fucking money it's like a massive pay cut <laughs> i'm fucking work with these guys nice and uh and so that's what he's doing and we're super excited we just did one song with him on the month off we had yes so, yeah oh, wow. that's awesome that he well yeah well I'm, what you've got to realize is it's not just that he he can do anything now he's chosen to do you guys because you guys are obviously fucking an awesome band and a band that he really likes as well oh, so right. that's, that's thank um, you thank no, you but that's, that's fantastic <laughs> I feel that way about 10% of the time but yeah. <laughs> no, but, no, but it speaks volumes to see that he's willing to take that pay yeah, cut to course, work yeah. with you it's, he yeah. wants to work yes. with you so because he believes it's in really it. awesome yeah he obviously yeah. believes in it it's so yeah it's just it's really inspiring yeah yeah for sure for sure I could see the kind of excitement in your voice when you were talking about the last few years in particular do you think there's anything that's really flipped that switch in the band's kind yeah. popularity or anything I mean why or was there it, a moment that you were yeah. like oh here we are with a you know I think it kind of started have you guys heard of a band called Bad Flower yeah 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 yeah. 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 I think it all kind of started with them uh, because they the lead singer heard one of our songs on Spotify there's a song called Coda and there, we had another song called um, Under My Skin and uh, he heard those two songs and he, they were just starting their tour or getting ready to start their tour and he was like, we got to bring this band. And we had seen them play before at a place called the Viper Room in LA. And, um, Is that still open though? I think it's still open. Okay. I think Johnny Depp owns it. Shout yeah. out Johnny Depp. Yeah. Fucking shout out 50 mil. My <laughs> fucking boy. Congratulations, Johnny. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Every week. So, uh, yeah, congratulations, Johnny, on the case. Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> my friend. Well deserved. Um, no, 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 no. This, uh, 
we saw them play at the Viper Room, and, and uh, my guitarist met their drummer, Anthony, and they kind of hung out a few times. So when Josh, the lead singer of Bad Flyer, was like, what about these guys to bring on tour? Anthony was like, oh, I know them. And so it was like a natural thing in that they have the most insanely supportive fan base out of any band I've ever toured with. And um, they kind of, that moment there after that tour, it was like, it's the first time we felt like fucking shit this could actually work oh wow and we've been plowing away for like seven years at that point <laughs> and so uh and so um that was the moment there was actually you know it's been a lot of little steps there's no there hasn't been any sort of spike with us you know because before that this the other time that made us feel like like this could happen was actually three years into the band we wrote a song called sound and silence and uh it's this cheesy fucking rock song it's just so <laughs> cheesy but like uh, a YouTuber in Mexico named uh, Joe saw it and shouted it out on his YouTube channel and then he also had a band so we ended up touring with him and then that was another time where it was just like oh fuck like maybe yeah. we could do something with this we're the kings so, of Mexico <laughs> it's been a lot of little things to like keep you at that threshold and not giving up yeah. you know okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah that's much better than just one big spike and then a one- fucking instant drop off <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's nice to see how so many people you've kind of met along the way have believed in you so much and then that, that kind of escalated into other things happening I'm sure that must be a really nice feeling to see that other bands other people in the industry are fans of you and that they want to kind of spread the love a bit more that yeah it's really heartwarming when you get shit like that because you know I mean like you guys have all played in bands or play in bands it's like fucking nobody gives a shit you know (laughs) and like it's just like an industry of words over actions and so when somebody actually acts and does something it's just like I don't know why you're doing this. I'm kind of suspicious, but like, thank you, you know? Yeah, incredible. Well, with all that, as you mentioned, you're here in the UK now doing uh, these runner shows. Uh, you're going to be working on new music, but what else can we expect from Dead Poet Society coming forward? Next, what's the plan? Moving forward, well, yeah, we got these shows, and we're going to go back. We just did a song, as I mentioned. We're going to do, we're going to, write the entire album fastest we've ever written an album which fucking I don't know how the fuck we're gonna do that Uh, but we're gonna figure out a way to do it we're gonna make it happen and uh, then in the fall I can't say anything yet but we got something real special coming nice 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 Nice. we're looking forward to it well Jack thank you so much for taking the time really appreciate meeting you really appreciate all the uh, insight Um, enjoy the rest of your download experience and we'll talk to you again soon yeah this was a pleasure thank you thanks awesome bastards Sapnin 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 yeah. Oh, oh, what? Oh, it's called Podcast. Okay. Sa- 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 testing. <laughs> nice. Oh, we are joined at this time by Dan and Dav of the Mighty Berry Tomorrow, who have just crushed the main stage. Boys, how was that for you? Yeah, it was mad. Like it, there were lots of flames. There's lots of fire. My anxiety pretty much reached optimum level where I could <laughs> see sound. 
Um, what, during the performance or? Uh, before, during, oh. now. I can oh. still oh. see sound. Wow. I'll be honest, the best thing in the world to do is not play a show in God knows how long, do pyro that you've never practiced <laughs> in front of 100,000 people. I think. 100,000? I'm going to. Rounding up. Yeah. I'm rounding up. Not rounding down. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey. yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. At right, least <laughs> 400 million you people out voice, there. You keep your voice down. I will not. I'm a fucking rock star. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Keep your voice down. I've been doing cocaine all day. I, I graduated shout. from the Sean Smith School yes. of Rockstarism, so and I will fucking you flaunt it. Forget it. <laughs> You settle down, mate. Bad right. enough. Oh, but yeah, wow. did they, so there was no subsidence of the anxiety once you were up there because it looked no, like you were no, having a fucking pretty, time of your life. Pretty much, a, I felt like I was floating over the entire audience, so, <laughs> and I do not take drugs, so it was a, it was quite the experience. But yeah, it was it was fantastic. It was great, it, as good as it could have possibly been. So there's a lot of dirty moshes. It was great. Dirty mm, moshes. Lot yeah, of yeah, really love, lot of greebles in the pit. Yeah, I love a greebo. <laughs> love it. Yeah. I'm a greebo. But it must always be nice when you're starting a new era of the band to come to a big festival like this, play a set, and just kind of calm those nerves before going into the next chapter. Yeah, really. yeah, no doubt. Like we all complain about it, like yeah. and say like, "Oh my god, like it's the biggest show. Surely you can do warm-ups. But actually, it's it's the right way round because yeah. I think if you can get through it, like it is a bit of a baptism of fire. But if you can get through it and Literal enjoy it, of fire. yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, um, just to let head. everyone know, our uh, um, our uh, new vocalist, <laughs> his entire side of his head is burnt. So yeah. Oh, so he's lost eyelashes. He's lost seriously. Head, wow. Yeah, oh, Hetfield went through that. So hopefully, yeah. 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 so did Michael Jackson, and that worked out for him. Headline oh, <laughs> next year. Who knows? <laughs> Sean's face is just right. a little, <laughs> little, little bit. Sad. Well, yeah, he was going though. After that, he was on Pinky. He was. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that is the reason for a lot of it. Never mind. But, but, spe- but speaking of a kind of new dynamics, how is everything going behind the scenes? Yeah, I mean, I think like it's always nerve wracking when you know you have a change. It's always it gets you in. <laughs> you have to get into a rhythm of things, and, and we've been in, you know we've been around for nearly like two decades, you know. So it's it we were in a moment where we were having a rhythm, and I think I think for us like there's a reignition of yeah. that or a reigniting of like the joy of being in a band and I, you know and, and it's hard to tell whether that's covid and not not experiencing this as everyone's going through this new resurgence of like oh no i think that, i same, think there's definitely equally, a lack of negativity in our band now but equally um it's about you know just doing this as everyone's reevaluating everything right so everyone's asking themselves those fundamental questions like why are we here what do we do is this right for me and covid has really caused that mm. i think and for us it just happened that we we had a change at that moment so i think for us like it's it's so positive it's yeah. so joyous it's so good to be in a band it's so good to just enjoy what we do there's no tension there's no angst there's no worry like which is what being a band's about why do we do it and i think that that fundamental question that covid probably presented us has just meant that now coming out of this it's like wow okay we just enjoy what we do like yeah. we can go on that stage we can practice for two days three days four days before and everything just feels comfortable and locked which i think that that feeling takes you forward that time that we like you know it's a new membership and it, it takes you into that space where like we could have been touring for five years because we're having such a good time we're so locked and it's a really like pleasurable place to be you know? yes. yeah. Yeah. how does how did yeah how did the new singer like get involved how did you find them <laughs> so he's actually been so Dorse does a lot of writing for things like uh, Sky and like different like TV uh, 
programs and places okay. like that. Um, and his co-writer was Tom. Oh, cool. so obviously well, he, he grew up with him. Yeah, he so grew he's, up with him. They're both from Barnsley. So he goes. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. He go. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a shame. <laughs> we liberated. <laughs> we liberated two of them from the shackles of Barnsley. We are the. Um, we are men, men, of, the, men of the people. Of, they're finally out of 1995. Yeah, we're the metalcore <laughs> UNICEF. Metalcore UNICEF. Pass it. Can you use it as a t-shirt? Can you use it as a t-shirt? UNICEF. There's got to be. If we want to get seasoned. Yeah, liberating people since 2006. But yeah, honestly, like. It, it's it's been amazing Tom's voice like the first time I heard him live I was like Jesus Christ like, I, I really like the fact that we're entering an era now where like it's not just a new a new singer new guitarist type thing but it's they're different we, we, we all agreed that if we were going to carry on like post everything that went on that we needed to approach it in a different way look at it in a different way um, Tom definitely isn't a replacement and I think that that shows his delivery is different, his vocals are different, and and honestly, he's the nicest fucking bloke you'll ever meet. He's not nice. like me. He's <laughs> definitely <laughs> not like me. I mean, soon we'll be a five piece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got synth. He can do bass on those keys yeah, now. Yeah. With his um. Yeah, so he's been, he must have been in bands before and stuff, I guess. No, not really. No, no, he's done projects and stuff. But okay. Like, this is definitely he's definitely performed live before. But this is definitely his first proper. He's a wedding singer, and I'm not even joking. He's not. He he, he does wedding. He does well, weddings. So that well, that was his first gig. That's the first time he's ever been in down at Download. Yeah. Wow. The first show he played with us was at Slam Dunk Festival with. Uh, first time using production, first time playing some of the songs of Cannibal, first time uh, where we were headlining one of the stages in front of, what, 15,000 people? That was the yeah. first time he's ever played in a band. Insane. Like that. That's absolutely Fam, insane. What, lucky, what an absolutely lucky <laughs> jam <laughs> bastard that is. not a bad job to get I was, that. I was proud and I was chuffed and I know I've just looked back and gone, Bastard, like, yeah, that's it. Might become a seven piece. <laughs> <laughs> nice. When you're in, yeah, yeah, you yeah, 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 scratch DJ. Do you need to scratch DJ? Can you scratch? He can. I've heard him. I've heard him. No, I just think it's brilliant that you know you've been you've been in and around the music industry for so long and you haven't been cancelled. I think in the in itself that means that you deserve a very long and wonderful career. Funnily enough, at Slam then last weekend we. <laughs> I got cancelled. Wade from Alex on Fire came over. He's like, "Oh, we were meant to be doing um, a po- one of your podcasts today, but um, it's been cancelled. Like, it's been cut off the thing." So he was like, "You haven't been cancelled in the last hour, have you?" And I was like, "I don't know. I'm got phone signal. Like, what if I have? Like, phone signal?" Can you imagine the day? Like, I think we all live in fear, don't we? That one day your name will start trending. And you're like, "What oh, have I done?" No, yeah. I have definitely drank full fat coke. Yeah. <laughs> Am I dead? I'm, oh no, God, I'm not dead. It's much worse. Oh, oh no. it was it the other week that started trending. I was like, oh my god, are they dead? Uh, I saw one the other day. There was Shawn Michaels arrest, and I was like, oh please, no, don't be dead, <laughs> don't be dead. And it was just highlights of like twenty years of him fighting the Undertaker or some bullshit like that. But yeah, uh, but when you go through so many like momentous occasions like that of COVID and of lining up changes, I'm sure that kind of behind the scenes there is a lot of inner reflection and trying to. Like, see how much you actually want this in a lot of ways. I'm sure that that when things like that happen after each other, that is a moment where you have to like reevaluate a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I think, as I said before, like I think everybody's kind of doing that. I think everyone's asking themselves those questions. So we're no different in that space. I think, like, what's 
what's great about it is that having new members that yes like i mean ed's was in heart and hand um so he's toured before and um and you know tom hasn't so much um but they still are experiencing new things which i think for me is like that invigorates us because it's really easy to become jaded in this industry it's really easy to go oh we've done that or that's download main stage and like and what it does is like it reevaluates that but then the space and time of covid in the two years has just meant that we're all going through this and we're all like oh my god it's download main stage this is crazy we're all anxious as fuck like this is insane but we're also doing that with people that are going through that for the first time which i think there's nothing more endearing than kind of seeing people and remembering it's that nostalgia plus new you know which i think is it's very rare that you get that in the music industry i think um, and especially for a band as that have been around as long as we have you know um but it just feels like we're in a new band so like, yeah we are old <laughs> we were on hiatus we didn't want to go on hiatus but we were two and a half years sick you know oh my god wow but with all that what's kind of next what's on the bucket list what's the plans i mean I'm i think sure there's a lot realistically for us if we're talking bucket list we want to get a new album out yeah. which is done now recorded okay. that sort of thing but i think for us i think the next step for us something that i think is on all of our list now is we, we want to headline brixton i think it's the next natural progression for our band i don't want to headline brixton like dan wants to headline ali pally he wants to skip yeah, brixton I want to headline ah. ali pally it's wembley wembley baby i don't want to headline wembley oh. come on let's all of London I want to play the moon I play back to the god damn it put me on the moon everybody looks up and he's just there playing on the moon (laughs) he's going to be in a crater that's how I feel I think think that's the thing like there are certain venues aren't there when you're in a band that are like the, the next step Coco for me was like one like when I grew up I used to watch so many gigs at Coco the next one up we played Brixton and it was amazing but there's something even though like you know that you could go bigger and stuff like that Brixton is such a special venue I think that even even bands that are much bigger than playing Brixton would prefer to go back and do like two or three nights at Brixton because it is yeah. one of those seminal things so I think for us a bucket list we'd love to do that in the next but few think, years that'd be great I think for us like going just releasing the album enjoying being in a band enjoying conquering the world yeah <laughs> without the silliness yeah I you think know, kicking be- dab out the band would be great. <laughs> becoming the new black veil brides nice um yeah um, <laughs> trying to be serious there's two of us here trying to be serious but, I like know. the metalcore iron maiden yeah. and it's time we were fucking treated that way you need to ca- i'm gonna cancel you i'm just gonna start some vicious rumor about that look no, I think look we, it's time we became known as the greatest band in metalcore it, it is time the other bands have had their day it's time for us to be number one we all agree no, I don't agree. Stop. <laughs> Stop I'm, talking and I'm taking a mic away from me. I'm glad someone's talked their true feelings. And yeah, and exactly. Yeah, so thank you, know, you. Let's not hide behind let's, any... Let's not talk anymore. Okay. So, the, <laughs> so the roundup, Barry Tomorrow are good. Everyone We're else is shit. Good. Yeah? No, we, no, that? no, we no? didn't say they were shit. Thank we just said shit, Thank you for that. Opinion. Yeah. I, really, really <laughs> I can't believe every other band on this week's podcast have just called shit. That's all good. Isn't it? Trying to book guests for the future. Don't worry, it'll be all right. No one, in, uh, no man and their dog wants to be called metalcore. So like, they'll be like, "Well, we're all right. We're not metalcore. Uh, we're not even." <laughs> Point proved. Yeah. Point proved. But yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, we're number one by default. <laughs> Nice. Well, just end um, on that, all right? Yeah, cool. <laughs> nice up, boys. Nice, well, thank guys. you very much. Good and, to see uh, you. Good thank luck you. Everything and see you soon. Goodbye now. <laughs>
Yes, what a good time we had Download Festival. I hope that comes across in those interviews because I was, well, we were both smiling all weekend, considering I didn't consider interviewing anybody at all because I was just worried that um, we'd end up killing each other at the live podcast. <laughs> the fact that we've got some content out of the rest of the weekend is absolutely fucking fantastic. So thank you very much to all of those bands and Lege, <laughs> all those bands and Lege for getting involved. They were all fan bloody tastic. Yeah, do you know, it's it's always nice to do these kind of special episodes to really capture the just atmosphere at big events like this. But you're right. I think both of us were so concerned and so focused on what the live podcast would be like on the Thursday that when that was over, we were both like, "Oh, we got a festival, the rest of the festival now." So uh, it was. It, it, I think it took the stress and the pressure off of of other elements of it a bit more and we can enjoy it. But I think there were so many nice things to happen to us over the weekend. And just thank you to everyone on the Downloads Festival team for looking after us and, and making us have a, a really, really good time. Thank you for all the bands for joining us and being so open. We've recorded a lot of other conversations as well that will <laughs> be uh, coming out on future episodes. A few of them will surprise you and some of them will be coming out very, very soon. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss them and follow us at Sapling Pod on Twitter and Instagram for all the latest updates but uh, I just wanted to make sure that everyone is aware as well because Download have just announced that their 2023 edition is going to be the 20th year anniversary of Download Festival wow. at Donington Park and to mark the occasion they're going to change from three days of live music to four so the 8th to the 11th of June 2023 will be Download Festival next year. Four headliners, four days of live music, and early bird tickets are available now. Someone has maybe mentioned to me who those headliners could be, and I think some people will be excited if that is correct. Nice, yes. What we all have been asking for for years, the blackout to headline... We've always wanted it. I think we're ready. Um, I don't even think we have to rehearse. I'm sure we can remember the songs from seven years ago without rehearsing. And also, I think the boys can play without all of the gear they sold as well. So, um, yeah, it should be good then if the black are about to get the free. Otherwise, I'm not interested. So, Andy Coppin, better sort that right out. <laughs> no, but we had a great weekend. And I'm looking forward to all the magic of download coming back for many, many years to come. Some of my highlights... Uh, of bands that we managed to get to see. Shine Down put on a really good show. Um, I loved Rise Against the set. And uh, yeah, it's just nice to discover yeah. discover new bands and stuff. It was it was really good to see uh, Those Damn Crows, band from Bajend, uh on the main stage, absolutely crushing it. Well done to them. Punk Rock Factory, I saw them crush it on a Thursday. That was nuts. Oh, there's loads. We watched Be- Berry Tomorrow were class. Deftones were good. I could hear a bit of corn. They were good. Well, the ultimate festival band of all time, Skin Dread, played. And oh, literally yeah. might have had the biggest crowd I've ever seen there. So uh, let's fucking... See, the thing is, if you moved Skin Dread to an headliner, they're like the they're like the perfect kind of like three quarters of the way through type band, I think. Like they're that cool, like the sun's going down, time to fucking rock out with Skin Dread and get ready. And I love that, see? And I think if you put them anywhere else, it might ruin the timing of the day. 
And there you go. So this Sean's fucking theory on on booking festivals. That's um, Sean's uh, hot take on booking festivals. But nice to see so many people. We had a great time. The last two weeks of Download and Slam Dunk of being really busy. But I think it was worth every single thing we did. So massive thank you again to everyone that downloads, to Andy Coppin, to Danica, Jenny, Lege, Kat, Curtis, Doug, and the whole team for looking after us. We appreciate you very, very, very much. And we look forward to everything else in the future. This has been another bonus episode of the Sapling Podcast. If you enjoy what we do, please uh, support us with our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Sapling, so we can continue to make the podcast on a weekly basis and give you extra episodes like this. Of course, if you head to the description, there's loads of names there that we like to thank. And as always, Sean is going to give a mahoosive shout out to the elite members of our Sapling Podcast Patreon community. Yes, thank you very much to Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Mahusiv Leeway, Janelle Caston, Paul Ryan Chisholm Forever Hirschfield, Mitch Perry, Tony Michael, Kelly Ewan, Dilly Grimwood, Natasha Morris, Nathan Croshaw, Emma Barber, Sammy G, Kat Besant, Dana Lasnava, Jenny Robinson, Murray Grimwood, Scott Ryan Chisholm Forever Jones, Kieran Olmey, Amy Dawson, Amy Louise, Tom Owen, Alexandra Pemberton, Stuart McNaught, Caroline Robson, Chris Howard, M. Evans Roberts, Jacob Hedrington, Kate Puttock, TJ Ambler Shattock, Danny Eaton, Louis Cook, Martina McManus, Carl Pendlebury, Craig Harris, James McNaught, Jenny Munster, Jason Ryan Chisholm, Forever, Heredia, John and Emma, Emily Perry, Kelly Cannon, Kalila Keane, Ollie Ryan Chisholm, Forever, Amesbury, Adam King of the Goss Pastor, Josh, how do you jump higher on a waterbed? You fill it with spring water crisp. Thank you very much. Alice Wood, happy birthday for this week. Thank you very much. Reese Bowring, Kate Stevenson, Kyle Campaign for Steve I, Honey David Smith. Connor Lewins. I don't know why, Mog, but something's just sprung into my mind. What's that? Have we received the honey from Stephen Vai, the guitarist? We have not. He was in oh, the UK this, this week as well, and he didn't Thursday. drop her off to yeah, us. He, he was, Thursday, he was near us. He was at Bristol Thursday, and I was yeah. like, oh, I can go to that. Oh, no, I'm doing a bloody live podcast and yeah. DJing. And then I was so worried about that that, um, yeah, it all fell fell apart. But, um, but yes. one, of his, one of his peoples did his come peoples. and talk to us at Download yep. and say yes, that they they're did. on it. They are trying. <laughs> they're trying to get us this honey, and we will not stop. Uh, well, now we've got the honey from... We, we've been promised the honey from Steve Vai, and Frank yep. Carter promised us a pack of their new card game halves during this episode. Yes, they so did. So that's two things we're waiting for, and we'll let you know as soon as we receive them, if we ever it's do. A fucking, it's a fucking race now. It's a race between Steve Vai... I can't... Listen to this sentence. It's about to come out of my fucking face all, right? We are now waiting on Steve Vai... Or Frank Carter to win in a race to see who can send us the gift first. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on with this podcast? But I love Good it. Time. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love every single thing. Well, that's another bonus episode of the Saturday Podcast in the bag. Good work, uh, Morgan. Enjoyed Good it. work. Thank you. Good work, Morgan. The fact that you fucking turned this round in fucking three days is mental. So, well, not even three days, less than three days. So fucking unbelievable. Good work, Morgan. Everybody, clap for Morgan right now. Thank you very much. Um, yes. Um, I guess they'll hear from us Friday, will they? They will, with a brand new episode with a guest that you need to prepare yourself for. That's all I'm saying. 
spoiler alert, yeah, I walked away from it um, with very, very sore ribs. So what has happened there is I've either been battered or <laughs> I've had a lot of fun. But you can find out on Friday on Sampling Podcast. Sapling! Sapling! Oh, how good was it that you had a fucking crowd of people shout that back? It was fucking class. You're listening to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.